Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Uni Tanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, beer drinkers. Get ready for an all-new experience in information exchange and beer culture. Your only source, only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers from around the globe right to your home. You're not just listening to broadcasters. It's the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Beer, 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 beer. It's like that Irish drinking song to start us, get us in the mood, you know? Got us pumped up. The Pogues, if you guys want to go find that song yourself. Welcome! It's another great Sunday in the Brewing Network studios. My name's Brewcaster Jay. My name's Brewcaster John. There you go. As usual. Oh, that's Doc. I had you up before. Hey. There's your volume. Turn me on. Good old Doc. I'm up. Today's show is being brought to you by Northern Brewer at northernbrewer.com. It's our last week to register some listeners to win a full kegging system courtesy of Northern Brewer. And uh, we're going to do that uh, in our normal fashion like we have been. I'll be announcing how to do it later on in the show. And it's your last week, so if you guys uh, tuned in just for that, stick around. And I'm pretty sure we're giving it away next week. I got some questions about giving it away next week, John, because... Uh, Give it away, give Super it away. Because it's Super Bowl week, and and I'm concerned that some of the people that are registered, you know, are going to be doing the Super Bowl thing, because I might make people, like, participate in in a game of some sort. Yeah. Um, well, we can put so it on. We, we might, I'm going to maybe take take stock over the week here in the next couple of days and post by Wednesday about whether or not we're going to do that. Okay. Uh, I could maybe maybe we can send out an email to our registrants and and let them go ahead and decide if 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 they're okay with us waiting a week or something. Do a poll or something. Yeah, Before. exactly. So uh, yeah, that's the deal with that. But we can still register three new people to win a full kegging system this week, and that's going to be exciting stuff. It can only take a month to ship it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go to IPA festival or something uh, this week, didn't you? Go to some IPA. We went thing to a there? Magnolia. No, no, no uh, it was a uh, lane splitter. Lane splitter. Berkeley. Uh, nice okay. place. Cool beers on tap. It was really yeah. And what, and what was the deal for that? Uh, Firestone was having uh, the uh, IPA contest, uh, the winners, and barley wine contest. Yeah. They just they did a contest with just those two categories, uh, and, they, and pizza and beer, and you know, gave away prizes and uh, announced the winners. Were you in the competition, Johnny? No. Fifty gallon? No. Fifty no. G. Johnny Five O. Five O. You didn't enter anything no. in this one. No. There was twenty-seven IPA entries. 
That's very competitive for such a small competition. Yeah, that, that's a and lot. It's like four or five barley wines. Okay. But uh, Jim Rossi got first, and Mike McDowell got second place. In both, their IPAs? Right, from, from those clubs. So. Nice. Yeah. They're both those members. All right. That's uh, Doc and John's local club, if you're new to the show. And they said that they were like half a point apart. Yeah, oh, that's really? A, that's how close it was. Yeah. Wow. Now, these guys are just both awesome brewers. Yeah. The, f- the funny thing is, is... Jim Rossi was awarded second place in front of everybody. They gave him second place. And then when they went to announce the first place winner, they go, oh, that was the first. Wrong oh, trophy. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then uh, McDowell got called up for a second place? Yeah, or exactly. Okay. Wow. McDowell just wanted the case of beer. He was bitter. That's what the prize was? Yeah, yeah Firestone Double Barrel. Case of beer ah, and a yeah. t-shirt and I think uh, some kind of gift certificate or yeah. something. Nice. But McDowell gets a free five-gallon keg now, so he's even... He's stoked. Yeah, of yeah. course. Now, in uh, in competitions, usually there usually aren't prizes like that, though, are there? It's usually you just get a medal, right? They don't give yeah. like cash or beer. No, normally. they give stuff. They do. Yeah. What do they give? Uh, on the comp. White Labs certificates. Uh, oh, okay. Swag, sh- you know, like uh, hats and T-shirts and things. And yeah. Just general swag. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, sometimes you get cash. And it kind of pans out, gets it even. If you put several category things in, you win one. It it pretty much makes it even. Gotcha. See, I like the cash thing. I think I'd enter competitions all the time if there was cash prizes. The paid enter. Yeah, but exactly. That's what I'm saying. And by the time you ship it, it, it's maybe a wash or you're in the hole. So it's not. It's not a big cash cow. (laughs) Right. Okay. A couple beers. All right, we got a great show lined up for you today. Gary Glass, the new director of the American Homebrewers Association, the AHA, uh, is going to be on the phone with us starting at about 6 o'clock. He's going to call in and going to find out all things AHA. Because everything. Yeah. Now, we've had Papazian in here uh, talking to us on the phone before and talked to us about the AHA. Yeah. But uh, he's not the director. He's not the guy. He's not the horse's mouth back there. So now we get the new guy. Yeah. You know, so we're going to talk to Gary today and, and see how things are doing in the world. I'm real curious to get into some of these political issues that have been going on and how the AHA is going to going to uh get our backs in the in Protect the us as yeah. in the law world, you yeah. know. So, did you see why What's that? Did you find any news to ask or any questions? Uh I got some stuff. Yeah. I got some general okay. stuff about the laws that we've been reading. You know, we read a lot about Alabama and things like right. that last week. Uh we'll get into it. We got him coming in a little after six o'clock. So Gary Glass, you guys are gonna want to stick around for that. And our tasting today is New Belgium Fat Tire. So uh Amber Ale, right? Amber Ale. I I got some messages. A lot of people can't can't get fat tire. I thought it was pretty widely distributed, but a lot of people couldn't get it. Well, my brother said he could he loves it and he could barely get it. In Southern California, yeah. till recently. Really? No kidding. That's yeah, one of his favorites. Okay. Well, but we'll be trying that, doing a tasting. Uh, probably we'll get Gary on the phone, see what he thinks about it too, uh, when we do our tasting. So that's uh, that's right around six o'clock as well. In between now and then, you're not going to want to go away. I mean, I'm not going to tell you it's not our normal rambling and a little bit of fun, uh, but I do have some some good announcements uh, in the in the second half hour of the show after we take our first break. Uh, going to do some announcements about the Friday show. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, J- <laughs> think JP is going to come in here and help out with that. Also, we got another listener submitted song, which uh, I'm telling <laughs> I like you, this it, they just it gets better and better around here with these things. Yeah, there's some talent out there oh, uh, among, among our listeners. It's just incredible. You are not kidding. I mean, this stuff uh, that I get is is great. So I collaborated a little bit on it, but I, I take no responsibility for the the genius that this song is. It was definitely <laughs> listener created and. Uh, uh, I just cleaned it up a little bit. It's it's good. I'll be playing that for you. Mm, 
I think after the first break. It'll probably take us a little while to get through our news and, and our mail and shit like that, you know. But it's good stuff, so keep that stuff coming. You guys are going to oh enjoy God. it. You've got mail. Kick ass. Got the right sound file this week, folks, and I got lots of mail, lots of feedback. Good, bad, indifferent? Uh, uh, yes and yes. Oh. Uh, we got a little bit of all of it. Good. <laughs> you love the bad stuff. <laughs> I do. I got two of them this week, I think. <laughs> yeah. Right so I'll start with the bad stuff because it's a lot of fun. Uh, another one from Jamil came in this week. You know that he... Uh, <laughs> from Jamil? Yeah, well, to top off the one from last from week? From last week. Jeez. He felt the need to follow up his hate mail from last week with another hate mail for the show. Okay. So uh, here we go. And, and Scathing hate mail. It starts out... Uh, he, he goes to each of us. I'll tell you that right now. So here we go. <laughs> uh, so Justin, you no-talent hack. What the F is up with you reading email from some moron pretending to be me? I'm really getting pissed off at having to listen to that crap, plus having to bail you out, bail you no talent idiots out. Dr. Scott is the only one with half a brain, but you can never tell by the way he talks. What is he, a hillbilly? <laughs> that moonshine drinking, banjo picking bum is so fired up on white lightning all the time, you can't understand a freaking word he's saying. Wow. <laughs> and John is really pissing me off. He's like Rain Man without the ability to do the math. <laughs> His pitching warm rant is like Rain Man wanting to go to Kmart for underwear. Someone hit him upside the head so he can fix that broken record. <laughs> I tell you, he just goes down the list. Wow, uh, there's some anger there. Yeah. And I know the reason why the Friday show isn't ready yet. You and JP are in the studio giving each other a reach around so often that Daniela has to come in and make sure you're working. Hey, here's an idea for naming your new show. The Friday Fag Hour. Like Yoko and John, it could be the sounds of you two queers having sex. I'm sure it would be just as popular, too. So I'm a little, a little angry at the Friday show, wow. Jamil is. Uh, and Daniela, well, Daniela is smart, funny, and hot. Stop turning off her freaking mic, you douchebag. <laughs> the only reason people put up with your no-talent crap is to listen to her. Okay, I want this guy's phone number. Yeah. <laughs> Yours lovingly, Pope Jamil. Pope Jamil. <laughs> so, uh, another good one from Jamil. Uh, Mine Veritas. <laughs> What's the email address on that? Uh, that one is Jamil the Pope at hotmail.com. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Jamil show, by the way, the second, uh, second chapter is airing tomorrow. And it's uh, Standard Ordinary Bitter is the topic for you guys mm-hmm. tomorrow, huh, John? Yes, sir. That's 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, the Jamil Show, tomorrow. Uh, here we go. Here's one from Australia. Hey, how are you all? I'm a listener from Sydney, Australia. Love listening to your archives while on the net. Picked up a few great tips. Just a few. <laughs> I was going to say that. We've been here for six months. That's <laughs> uh, okay. I uh, remember one of your archives you mentioned, Foster's, is only exported because Australians don't drink it. Too true, he says. Basically, we have to put up with the standard Australian drafts at most of our watering holes. Mega swill beers like VB, which he calls vermin bait. Two he's new, spew, or Carlton draft, which is daft. Which is why I brew, he says. However, I'm happy to say some of our microbreweries are starting to find their way out at our pubs. Beers I can vouch for, and I like to get some names of these. That's why I'm doing this email. Uh, Beers I can vouch for are Cooper's Pale Ale, Cooper's Sparkling Ale, James Squire Golden Ale, James Squire Amber Ale, and my favorite, Little Creatures Pale Pale Ale, which he said is like our Sierra Nevada. So there's a few microbrews out in Australia. Uh, Bring on the micros down with the swill, he says. 
That's uh, Jared from Australia. Could be Gerard. I don't know. I can't read. So America's well. not the only one inflicted with mega swill. With mega swill. It's uh, Australia, it's too. I had uh, one of our uh, longtime Australian listeners in the Blues show this morning on the chat room. I'm back, though. Talking about how a six-pack of beer there is like, I think he said like $14. Well, I don't feel so bad it's now. Outrageous <laughs> thing. Yeah, we paid $9 today for our, for our fat tire tasting. Uh, um, John's, yeah. John's still like hurting from that. <laughs> yeah. Cheap and poor, so. $14 six-pack, you imagine that? Yeah, but man, I would have to brew. Yeah, and that's what he says. That's why they have to brew. All right, here's one. Our first email, I'm pretty sure it's from the Netherlands. Um, I don't remember the top. It said it in the topic where he's from, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Nether- I remember it's one of our Netherlands Netherlands, uh, where Peter Pan's from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. It says, I just recently found your page and have been a listener for a week now. Been going through the old archives, but man, it's a lot. Obviously, I can't catch you live since it's about 3 or 4 a.m. over here, but I'm already looking forward to Monday morning. Excellent show. I'm constantly laughing out loud at you guys, which is so rare nowadays. Doc is friggin' hilarious when he gets a couple under his belt. <laughs> uh, kudos to Daniela for being such a good sport about the Nazi song. The Germans I know are so angst-ridden that they do, they go into cardiac arrest from that shit. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what he said. So you're the only one with a good Nazi sense of humor. And my friends. <laughs> yeah. He goes on to say that the Jamil show really hit the spot. He was bummed out when he realized that it's not on every week he actually jumped out of bed to catch it and uh, wasn't there and he says ordinary bitter is one of his favorite styles uh, he's been trying to brew unsuccessfully so we can't wait for that show to start uh, tomorrow and anyway he says keep it up it's a great how some offhand remark from doc or jameel or john or a guest can shed new light on my own understanding and suddenly a missing piece of the puzzle snaps into place it's such a great hobby there's always something new to learn i've been doing all grain for about a year now and i feel like i'm just starting to learn something like Plato said, true wisdom is knowing that you don't know anything. And I think that applies in double measure to the art and science of brewing. Brew on. And that's, uh, I'm sorry, wow. I'm gonna hack you, I'm gonna butcher your name. I think it's Joke, Joke, J-O-A-K-I-M. Joak? 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 What about the I-M at the end? Joak. You don't say anything with the I-M at the end? Joakim? There you go. Joakim, <laughs> <laughs> the Netherlands. So hey! Whack'em. Happy, Very nice. happy Netherlands to you. The Netherlands are just awesome, right, yeah. Dr. Scott? Oh. You went to Amsterdam once, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. Just like the best time oh, yeah. ever. It's awesome there. We got and a good awesome few, people. Uh, we got a good few listeners from there, I yeah. noticed. Everybody's friendly, helpful. Yeah, I love the Dutch, really. They're great people. And good drinkers, too. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. Help <laughs> okay, and last piece of email is a good suggestion. I thought I'd read it. Uh, it says, first of all, I love the show. I like the mix of funny radio and info I get on most shows. I was wondering if you could devote a section on the forums or website to just the recipes you get from the guests. I think I've seen a couple of them there under the beer radio section before, but since I've been catching up on the archives, it's hard to find them. It would be great to be able to find them in one location at any time. That's a good idea. So I'll make a deal with you, John. If you compile those recipes, both from the ones that haven't been posted, the ones we just did on the archives, and the ones that are posted... I'll put up a place on the web page. Okay. So you do the compiling, I'll do the building, and we'll get one spot on the web page just from our guest recipes. That'd be great. Yeah. So uh, give us a little time. I got a guy doing some database work for us on the on the web page, but uh, but it's it's noted. It'll probably take John a little bit to go through the archives and get the recipes too, uh, but we'll get that up. I think I have him an email, so it should take about a week. 
Okay. Let's say three to be safe. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> cool. JP just joining us in the studio. We'll be making some announcements about our Friday we'll show, but uh, we'll Ooh, hang on a little bit for that. Uh, okay, let's get to the news, huh? Go through this, and uh, we'll probably take a little break after that and get into some of the funny stuff we got sent in, plus some announcements from JP and I. Couple of good stories in the in the news today, boys, and Daniela. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's on his best behavior today. Mm-hmm, he is. Now, this one JP sent to me, uh, and so he can vouch for the humor in the picture of this kid that I'm about to read about. I'm sorry I couldn't have it posted or anything. It's it's a funny picture. Um, okay, it happened in Florida, like a lot of the wacky stuff on this planet does. It either happens in, in Florida or, or Germany, right? Uh, deputies say a 16-year-old has been arrested for beating his grandmother with a two-by-four for refusing to give him $100 for beer. <laughs> Charged is Kurt Cass of Hammock Drive, Bradenton. Investigators say Cass went into his 60-year-old grandmother's bedroom Thursday and asked her for 100 bucks for beer. When she refused, he allegedly placed a razor blade on her throat and demanded she take him to the bank to get the money, deputies said. When the victim arrived back home, she locked all the doors, deputies reported. The defendant arrived back home and kicked the front door in. Once inside, the defendant grabbed a two-foot, two-by-four piece of wood and hit the victim numerous times on the back. The defendant then grabbed a three-foot piece of three-inch PVC pipe and hit the victim on her head, back, and legs numerous times. He keeps this in the living room? <laughs> yeah, I guess they just have, it's like a construction living room. Yeah. The defendant's caseworker arrived on scene and was able to hold him until law enforcement arrived. Deputy said Cass has made comments in the past to his grandmother that she should kill his entire family. Cass was charged with domestic aggravated assault, two counts of domestic aggravated battery, attempted robbery, and kidnapping. The grandmother has had legal guardianship of Cass and his little brother since 94. Authorities tell us that Cass came from a troubled family. No shit. His mother is in prison on cocaine possession and sale charges, and his father is serving a 15-year prison sentence for manslaughter after choking a prostitute to death in 2002. <laughs> you laughing at, JP? <laughs> I, I think it's funny. I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't take a genius to figure out where this kid was going to go in life you yeah. know, since 94. I mean, the picture of him is great. He's just this little butterface fat kid, 16 oh, years old. and this is a scowl, man. Beat the crap out of his mom or grandmother for beer money. Keeps that handy two-by-four around. Though. Yeah, yeah. I had another one here. Let me do the other crime one. There was a bit of a beer crime wave this week. Uh, and then some of my other normal good stuff. Yeah, here we go. A man at a 7-Eleven at... Tw- this is in Kansas City, Kansas. 7-Eleven at 25th and Central. So any of you uh, Kansas City boys out there, maybe uh, you, you, you frequent this 7-Eleven. Maybe it's one of our listeners. I don't know. Uh, he allegedly tried to steal a 12-pack of Budweiser. Not one of our listeners. Shortly after 2.30 a.m., the clerk said he sensed the man was up to something and waited for him at the door. A struggle ensued, and while the two were struggling, the clerk managed to call 911. Now, I want to know how that happened. He's fighting him off with one hand, dialing him with the other. Either he's a real big clerk out there in Kansas, or he was a real little assailant. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound like much of a struggle. Yeah. If you can call on the phone... And while you're struggling? With a 12-pack. The guy had a 12-pack. Yeah. His, hands, his hands were full. He couldn't fight back. Yeah. Police responded immediately and took the suspect into custody and returned the beer, which would have cost the man $9.49. That's kind of high for a 12-pack 12 12 of, of Bud. 12-pack of Bud, it is. Or a six-pack of yeah. fat tire. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That's, uh, drink fat tire. that's the crime wave that uh, took place this week. All right. 
I'm going to bring this up, this kind of stuff up to Gary Glass, who's going to be on the show a little bit later, too. It's another one of these uh, controversial beer labels going on. This is in Pennsylvania. The, the microbrewery calls it cutting-edge artwork, but a few distributors are refusing to sell a Pennsylvania microbrew called Hedonism or are wrapping the cases they do sell in plain brown paper because of its risque package design. I sent it back because of the graphics, said Bob Dano, who owns Ingleside Beverage Martin Lanc- Lancaster. My wife thought it was obscene, and so did I. <laughs> what a douchebag. Where, where is this? It's in uh, Pennsylvania. Oh. The cartoon image shows bare torsoed characters kissing and caressing. Others call the reaction overblown. It's just a cartoon, said cashier Connie Rutt of Wheatland Beer Distributors in Lancaster. It shows hedonism, and it depicts the name of the product exactly. So uh, people just, uh, it's just a label. It's uh, two unshirted people kissing or whatever, and uh, apparently that's obscene. Two women. Ridiculous. That's what it is. Be good if it was two women. (laughs) (laughs) Probably sell more beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The backlash has surprised reading-based Legacy Brewing Company, which readily reported the controversy on its website, including photographs of a store display with a stack of paper-wrapped cases. Uh, The website is LegacyBrewing.com, if you guys want to go check it out. The company chose the design as a way to get noticed in the competitive world of beer marking, marketing, an official said. See? That's a smart thing to do. Yeah. You're lined up against 20 other beers. One. Do something different, right? We're just trying to, to establish cutting-edge artwork, said Dave Gemmel, a legacy managing partner. We're not trying to defend anyone. The brew, a red ale loaded with hops, was developed a year ago. Reading artist and gallery owner Derek Hettinger came up with a design, which the company said was much more expensive to produce than a standard logo so the beer which is priced at 29.95 to 33.95 a case is selling well at more than 100 distributors in about 20 pennsylvania counties the company said everything we make we're selling we can't keep it in stock so good for them yeah so you send it back they'll just sell to somebody else. that's right legacybrewing.com i just love the quote from that whipped store owner and I, my wife thought it was obscene, and so did I. <laughs> so we had to take it off the shelf. I don't like that sort of thing in my store. Why wow, you're really good at that? It's yeah, nu- you are. It's nudity and people kissing. I have not <laughs> kissed my wife in 47 years, and I'm not about to start now. That's right, he hasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a piece of work she probably is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, cartoons boy, kissing. Oh, what is a beehive hairdo and everything? You needed a two by four. Honey, don't stand so close to me. We're in public, you know. <laughs> what? The? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! All right, couple more stories. All right, this one I love. This is my favorite story of the day, Doc. You're gonna like this too. You're all gonna love this one. It's in Tokyo. Uh, just listen closely. Japan's top brewer, Asahi Breweries said on Tuesday that it has developed a beer that changes taste over time as the fermentation process continues after it is bottled. Can you imagine a beer that changes as you age it in the bottle? No. <laughs> they claim to How have do they in- do that? They claim to have invented it. The Asahi mm. Super Yeast Draft changes its aroma and flavor through a second phase of fermentation after its basic taste is created I, I, in the primary fermentation at factories, Asahi said in a statement. I think they call it staling. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
The secondary fermentation continues for about two to three months if bottles are kept in rooms with temperatures between 10 to 20 degrees Celsius, Asahi said. After a month, its smooth taste is enhanced. In two to three months, the gorgeous aroma increases, giving the beer abundant and smooth flavor with crisp aftertaste, the company said. The product will be introduced, as it is new, in eastern Japan. Maybe new there. Man, I wish we could have them as a guest. Yeah. And I would like to just like call them up and say, hey, you guys want to do your press release on our show? And I go, you're a friggin' idiot. Yeah. It's yeah. every beer ever made, you jerk off. <laughs> like, what beer doesn't change when you put it in the bottle? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I just love it. They actually did a whole press release about how they invented that. Yeah, you can call them up, see if they want to come on the show. I will okay. participate. Good thing we really don't have any paying sponsors, you know what I mean? Like, well, <laughs> we we're going, well, never yeah, will. Never will. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I had that discussion with Danielle a little bit yesterday. I was like, I hope that after we, I, do I have to give a disclaimer to sponsors who take us on that, hey, I can't guarantee the content of our show? Because I don't want them to dictate the content, right? It's, mm. it's, uh, it's what we do. It's what we've grown with and it's what, you know, people are into. And I don't want to have to change it. We might have to actually give a disclaimer when we get ads aboard. Well, just don't tell them not to do anything stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, don't be stupid and I won't make fun of you. You must clear all press releases through the beat. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then finally, uh, uh, a nice story from London. Beer-crazy Britons woke up this week to news that a new hangover-free beer invented by an Indian expert will soon hit the stands, spreading cheer particularly among those with beer bellies. It's called non-alcoholic beer. For the beer, branded as Ladybird Bio Beer, claims to cut cholesterol and eases conditions such as asthma and arthritis. But it will pack the same punch as any average beer available in Britain. The beer, invented by, uh, it's an Indian name, I'm not going to try to say, sorry guys, uh, over 10 years, is said to contain ingredients to stop revelers getting a store, uh, getting a, getting a sore head the next morning. It also uses the usual ingredients such as barley, malt, and hops. The vitamin rich beer is 5% ABV and contains extracts of aloe vera and the herbs Philanthus niruri and ashwagandha. Whoa. Which have medicinal qualities. Reports said the beer is already a massive hit in India, where it was launched last year. I would be curious about the hangover-free part of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know that I need it to cure my arthritis or asthma, no. but uh, the hangover-free is pretty appealing. And it really, really works. <laughs> what do you think, Doc? Is it possible? No. What if they put the special amount of vitamins in there? You know? Well, do they have like you can only eat? You can only drink one. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed no hangover. Yeah. yeah. It actually kills your thirst entirely. <laughs> it fills you up with liquid and you can't possibly drink another drop. <laughs> That's how it cures hangovers. It tastes so horrible you don't want more than that. Well, cause what about these things? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, um, you guys seen the commercial for that, uh, Chaser? Chaser. Thanks, yeah. JP. Yeah, that Chaser stuff. Supposedly you take it and it's just a vitamin pack. Uh, and I think it's got caffeine and different things in it. You pop this Chaser the night before. Uh, no hangover the next day. I've heard people say it works pretty well. So what I'm thinking is if they just vitamin pack a beer like that, you can skip having to pop the pill. Or just drink water. Doc, you're looking at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's I don't plan on my hangovers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not if I can remember to take one of those packs of Chaser, then <laughs> I probably won't have the hangover in the first place. Right, that's probably true. That's probably true. So that's the news for you guys today. How about that, huh? A couple of good stories. Some good health ones like I like. 
All right, we're going to take a little break, uh, and then when we come back, I'm going to do some of this funny stuff. A uh, listener has sent in uh, another song for us. You guys, uh, you're going to like oh, it. It's, uh, it's good stuff, and I'm looking forward to that. I'll tell you, tell you right now. This is, it's good. Is it up there? Is it, is it okay? <laughs> is it great or? It's, uh, it's between, it's up there with the, with the, with the Touch the Felt song. Touch the Felt. Yeah, it's, it's right up there with that. So, we're gonna take a really short break. We'll be right back. Gary Glass is gonna be joining us at, uh, six o'clock, uh, nice. from the AHA. Uh, friend of yours, JP? He's a good dude. Yeah? Yeah. You had he, a couple beers with him? Uh, every so often. I mean, I see him, uh, he, he does the, um, the national homebrew competition. Yeah. He does all the organizing for that, or he did. I mean, uh, he still does. But that guy just flies, man. Uh, it's, it's hard to see him because he's back doing the judging, organizing, all that stuff. The guy does a lot for that competition. So Okay, gotcha. He's a good guy. All right, well, hopefully plenty to talk about uh, with the upcoming competition in uh, June, it is, right? Mm-hmm. The National Florida. Homebrew Conference there. And uh, we'll talk to him about that and some of the political issues going on. That's coming up at 6 o'clock. Get your fat tire ready, too. That's what we're tasting at the 6 o'clock hour. We'll be right back. It's the Brewing Network. You're listening to Three Guys. Excuse me, what about me? Yeah, sorry. You're listening to three guys and one girl use a radio show as an excuse to drink more beer. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Yes, sir. Go down to the old pub instead, right, Daniela? That's a very good song. I love it. <laughs> Dedicate that to you. I know. <laughs> Appreciate. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Brewing Network, uh, the Sunday show. We got Gary Glass from the AHA coming in in about a half an hour. And our tasting at uh, about the same time is going to be Fat Tires to get that stuff ready. We're also going to do a tasting from one of our listeners, uh, Stino. One of our guys sent us some beer uh, not too long ago. I've been chilling it for a while, and we're going to do a tasting there. And then I got another tasting going on later. I think we're going to taste uh, George's beer. Wow. Which I think I think George goes by the name of Wichita Brewer. I don't know if he's in the chat room there today. Danielle, you got Wichita Brewer in there? I believe so. Yeah, so I think we'll be tasting his beer. Uh, let me do this. Crotrot, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us a call, 888-401-BEER, uh, because the song that I'm going to play for you guys was 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 made by Crotrot, one of our longtime Floridian listeners. I'm afraid. Yeah, that makes me nervous. Yeah. He is a creative genius, He's a talented man. <laughs> this guy he really got is. some talent. He's the guy who makes those pictures that are in the forum, if you haven't seen them. Uh, not all. He doesn't make every single one, but a lot of those real funny ones, that's uh, that's Crotchrot's handiwork yeah. there. And you and I are really <laughs> close, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I just asked him how he comes up with all that stuff, and he said, you know, said he just follows the voices in his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a sick bastard, that's how. Uh, give us a call, Crotchrot. I want you on the phone when we uh, premiere this song. Maybe I'll do it while we're waiting for you to call. But uh, basically, the background of this song, I'll just give you a little story. Uh, um, it's entitled Apocalypse Doc, is what it's called. <laughs> and uh, I, I think what's going to come out of this is the new adventures of Apocalypse Doc. It's going to be a series. And uh, this is the first installment. And in this installment, Apocalypse Doc is uh, going through boot camp and I think getting ready to be sent off to the desert to, uh, to go to war. Uh, but first, obviously, he's got to go through boot camp. And uh, that's the first adventure of Apocalypse Doc. All right, I'm gonna play it for you guys, and we'll get Crotch out on the phone. He can uh, he can kind of go further with us after that. Here you go, the Adventures of Apocalypse Doc. Know. 
Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be, sir. Do you maggots understand that? <laughs> Bring him Who the fuck said that? Bring him What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Do you think I'm cute? Do you think I'm funny? Uh, not mom again? Okay, good. Don't make me come over this time. Well, any fucking time, sweetheart. Is anybody going to be out in the desert with me? I'm asking the fucking questions here, Private. You understand? I'm going to get my flamethrower out. Ah! What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? Because because alcohol is that time continuing thing. It just like squishes it down. What is that? What the fuck is that? Are your services done? You need to make me a burger. The Adventures of Apocalypse Doc, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. You're a legend, Doc. Oh, yeah. You are. Hey, Crotch, you there, buddy? What's up, buddy? How are you? <laughs> I almost couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> what do you guys think of the new Adventures of Apocalypse Doc there? This is very, this is very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, did I laugh when you sent me that, Crotch. That's good stuff. Oh, God, that's good stuff, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what I'm going to sound like when I'm in country. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm telling you, I, as I was editing some of it last night, I wanted to do a whole intro thing for you. i got to get it down next time, though. It was like 3 a.m. I was done. But uh, The Adventures of Apocalypse Doc, man, it's, it's like the next... I don't know, the next uh, be a comic Survivor book. or something. <laughs> it's going to beat out American Idol in ratings, I think. <laughs> That's reality, baby. Yeah. While, while I'm doing it, I was just dying laughing. I couldn't stop laughing while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how did you even have the time to go through and find those clips? Is that all in one uh, episode? Yeah, of that's a- actually in one episode. So the there's plenty network. of Apocalypse Doc laying around out there. Six months worth of Apocalypse Doc. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Here's what I'm concerned about. Uh, I know that Doc has a good sense of humor about this thing. That's all fine and good. I'm concerned, Doc, that you're going to become self-conscious and not give us any more good material like that. <laughs> you know, yeah, you never know. <laughs> well, you know. Well, you know, actually, I was sitting around playing around yesterday, and uh, I actually had Apocalypse Doc having an argument with Judge Judy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. great. Good, because I hate her. Man, I hate her. <laughs> Oh, yeah, send me that one, man. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, I appreciate it, Crotch. It's uh, um, it's now on the list of, of good stuff to play around here. <laughs> so let's keep it up. I'm going to keep collaborating with you on those things, and we'll, maybe we'll do one a month or something, the new Adventures of Apocalypse Doc. Okay, then. <laughs> All right. See you later, buddy. Thanks. Later. All right. <laughs> Talented individual. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, can we get this beer opened here? Uh, let me see what we got. This is Stino's... Oh, so Stino is Wichita Brewer, actually, not George. Uh, if you want to give us a call, if you're out there, give us a call, Stino, uh, Wichita. Um, although I don't know, did you mark which ones we're drinking here, Daniela? No, we couldn't because we have one recipe sent with the two bottles of beer. Gotcha. But the two bottles of beer were not labeled, so you guys will have to figure it out. Oh, it's like a little game, huh? Yeah, All it's right, like a little uh, game. Let's crack these open then, and uh, we'll see if we can not only see how they taste, but figure out what the hell they are. Stino, give us a call, 888-401-BEER, so uh, we can discuss uh, the beer with you. I've been getting a lot. I got to set up rules, uh, and, and I'll do it on the web page too. Let me just announce them here. Uh, two quick announcements. One is 
Rules for sending beer are please label each bottle individually, not only with with the style of beer that it is, but with your name as well. And I'm not, I, I don't mean to be just a jerk about that, but we get a lot of beer sent in, and it all goes into the fridge, like the, with with my homebrew and and beer we're waiting to to taste uh, from other people, and it all it just it's hard to keep track of. So please. Wait a minute. Label each beer. We get a lot of beer around here? We do. I got a whole fridge full of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't touch it. I don't drink it. In fact, I was thinking about that today. Nor do you tell us about it. With the amount of drinking that I do, I show some good restraint in not drinking the listener beer. I always save that I always for the thought show. you always did. No, I don't drink it. I uh, But uh, our shows have been so packed with, with events lately. I actually put it on the list to do a tasting last week, but we didn't have time to get to it. So uh, I'm forcing it in this week. Uh, I think we got Stino here. Are you there, buddy? Yes, I am. How are you, Stino? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? We're doing all right. Doing all right. Good. Sorry it's taken a while. We just had to fit in some tasting here. So. Uh, oh, yeah, no problem. So you heard our dilemma that we don't know which one is which. Well, one, one is... Uh, one's got oak. Well, one, one's light and one's dark. Oh, there we go. That's easy. We're one looks a, like... One that's that's how you tell the difference. That 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 dark one, I'll tell you right now. I'm just looking at John's. It is thick as John. thick gets. It's uh, it's actually stuck to the side of the glass. It's so <laughs> thick. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, you guys tasting the pale ale here, huh? I think it's a pale right? Is it a pale ale? The other one? Uh, yeah, I believe so. If that's, I had to pull up. Uh, I didn't know you were tasting tonight, so I didn't pull out my notes. In oh, time. sorry about that. <laughs> no problem. Hmm. Let's see here. It's lost some carbonation in the in the sitting. Wh- which one that. is it? That's this one's the pale, the lighter, the lighter colored oh, okay. one. The lighter colored one. It's almost got no carbonation. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I don't know. It, it, did you uh, did you keg this and then bottle it or, or bottle conditioned? I uh, kegged it. You kegged it first. Okay, so it probably just lost some of the carbonation in the in the bottling process and then hanging around for a while. What did you think did of? you test the keg before you bottled it? Uh, yeah, I had. Because I've, I've done you know, that work. I think I... what I probably did was uh, just I didn't use my uh, counter pressure filler. Okay. I probably got lazy. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, because I've had an old keg that, you know, that's been in the back for a while. Maybe it's got six, eight beers in it or something. I'll just go, oh, let's just go ahead and bottle this and it'll make some room in there. Yeah. And I forget to test it. And that keg's kind of flat, so now I got six bottled flat beers. Right. Usually, my problem is I forgot to take the damn gas off, and I, I do overcarbonate. Oh, I was gonna say I forget to take the gas off, and and uh, like I keep the gas line on, but I'll turn the gas off, and sometimes I'll get some seeping that way because I don't disconnect the actual gas thing. With you, Doc, I was thinking you get six to eight beers left and you bottle it so you make more room. I'm always like, well, I guess I'm having six to eight beers tonight because I, <laughs> I need to make some room. Alright, so that's the first thing we got going on with this. It's a clear looking beer. It's it's It came real clean. How long has it been, been hanging around, Stino? Uh, gosh, it's been hanging around for about six months or so. Okay, so there's, and, and do you filter? Uh, no, I don't filter. Okay, so just a good natural uh, uh, carbonation. John's mm-hmm. making funny faces like he's chewing on his own mouth over no, there. No, he's having the dark one. Oh, he's having the darker one? Okay, I that's a thicker one. John advances to the head of the class. All right, my first impression of the flavors, I'm getting a little butteriness in there, maybe a little diacetyl. Um, it's hard to get a... F- uh, I have a tough time tasting what beer is actually going to taste like without carbonation, so automatically I'm a bit limited in, in Well, my... it does throw you off because the carbonation has a lot of bitterness quality to it. It mm-hmm. helps offset some of the sweetness. Yeah. 
I don't taste anything real foul. I don't know if it's infected in there. I don't taste anything real foul. Uh, what do you guys I get, think? I get oxidation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little cardboardy. It's, 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 yeah. it's six months old. Uh, it's lost yeah. almost all its hops. Has it? Yeah, you, you got the dregs of the batch. Yeah. Oh, okay. We but got you, the bottom there? Yeah. But it, did you use uh, English yeast? Do you remember? Uh, I think I used uh, Amer- uh, the... Uh, American? Ten- yeah. All right. What about you, John? What are you getting out of that thing? Uh, cider. Which yeah, one? it is a little cidery. What's that about? An oxidation, I think. That's oxidation? I would okay. say a little lacto, maybe. Yeah, I don't think yeah, my a- uh, bottles... Uh, I haven't tasted that one in a while, so I don't remember uh, getting any of the cidery. Okay. Uh, it just, uh, maybe it's just gotten a little a little more aged. Right, right at the end, it's a little bit sour. Not right up front, but it, it, the fact that it's not carbonated, you can feel that on the back of your tongue right at the end. I think if it was carbonated, you probably wouldn't wouldn't do that. But you know, it could have been. It's been around for a while, and maybe it was a little bit infected. It tastes like it, w- it was. Uh, yep. It was pretty good when it first came around. Yeah, it that's has, what has was, a lot of nice qualities. That's what I'm, I was going to ask you guys next. Are, are, so what, are what all we, of these things you're finding just that it's been hanging around yeah, for I a little so. too long? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So uh, other than that, a good base beer. So, yeah. Some yeah. The Life. bottling issue. So what do we have to do to rate, like, new beer? What do you mean? <laughs> Send us some new beer. <laughs> yeah. I, the other beer that we have here, too, has been has been hanging around a little while, too. Not months, though. I mean, I've only had these things for, for a couple of weeks. Well, let, let's get on that dark beer before John Yeah, let's try that. John's over there slamming your darkie. Well, now, what kind is the dark beer? <laughs> Oops. It, it's, a <laughs> My bad. it's an imperial uh, stout. It's actually, oh, gosh, about four years old. Oh, that one's four years old, this guy. All right, all right. What do you think about it so far uh, there, P-Town? It's like uh, drinking coffee. Is it? Slamming <laughs> 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 the back. Johnny Five-O for you. Ju- that one's uh, Judge him, about Johnny. <laughs> eight, uh, 8% ABV. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Um, Can I get a little taste of somebody, no. sir? Come on, guys. <laughs> Give me some beer. It, <laughs> some of that black one. Yeah. How it was brewed... Um, in 2000, uh, November 16th, tagged in uh, 01. Why is it so amazingly thick? Is that well, a, is no that carbonation a, again? Is really, that an RIS? This one's flatter than the other one. Is that an RIS style? Is it supposed to be real thick like that, or is it just the high alcohol? What's going on there? I mean, it's actually like wine. You know, when you swirl yeah. a glass of wine and then it sticks to the side of the glass, you're getting the same thing out of this yeah. guy here. It's very viscous. It's actually color in the side of the glass. It stays. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Kind of like mo- molasses. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. I think it's a, it's sort of fruity, uh, <laughs> at the same time as, uh, being coffee-like too. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, like that, that coffee ice cream, like cappuccino ice cream. So it I tastes a little like. of a, like a teriyaki. Yeah. Thing going on. That's the sauce. thickness. You put soy sauce in it. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of looks like soy sauce. Mm. I don't get the teriyaki thing. I do. I get the yeah. and I get soy sauce is what I get. Yeah, yeah. 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 A little salty. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I think it could use a little carbonation. So again, with having hung around for a long time, but I bet you that a year ago this beer was good. Yeah, it, it, it was a situation where I think I let the carbonation go down on the uh, keg too far without cooking the gas back up. Mm. Steedo, if you got a problem getting rid of your beer in, in time, you feel free to just ship it on out, man. I'm I'm sure I'll send you guys some more down the road. <laughs> All right. Just load up the station wagon, drive it <laughs> and out, and drive it out. <laughs> 
Well, I think it's you know it looks to me like your your process is going real well because you're you're brewing some pretty clean beers. It tastes it's, great. It's just the age, so I, I think you're. I don't know. I don't know that anybody has any suggestions about what to do with your brew. It's just that Have it's a been party, a party, man. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. some people to drink well, it. Well, I graduate in May, so I'm already planning with uh, my uh, classmates that we're going to just have a massive blowout because I'm damn sick of school. That a boy. That's what you got to do. With the senioritis. Yeah, when I finally graduated, I, I didn't uh, do anything but, but drink and party for like three, or no, like six weeks, because I went to Europe right after two. I partied here for two weeks, and then I went to Europe for four, and I I didn't do any, I was drunk for six weeks is what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, and it was a good time. And then we came, came back, and you kept partying for another like 12 months or so? Yeah, it's coming to you, man. You, you're going to deserve it. You party. It's awesome. In fact, uh, do the party on a Sunday, Stino, because you don't have class on Mondays anymore when that happens. And then call us yeah. up when you guys are all hammered. Drunk. Oh, will do. <laughs> yeah, drunk and belligerent. Call the Jamil show you for You know, advice. I went yeah. back and uh, heard some of the archives. Went back to the uh, drunken show. <laughs> my, my God, I, I've never heard myself wasted like I was when I called in on that show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were, I can remember that. I had to cut I that don't remember much, out. but I remember that. I'm going to make a, a drunk, <laughs> now that we're doing this doc thing, I had to make a drunken listener segment and go back and cut out our listeners. <laughs> and play those back. That's a good idea. <laughs> right, all right, Stino, thanks a lot for sending us the beer. I, yeah. It looks like you're doing a good job, man. Uh, everything's pretty good. It's just the age. So. All right, thanks a lot, guys. All right, all right. Well, thank good you. Work. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you. Uh, bye. All right. Stino. Stino Iacopelli, I think is his name. He's got a great name. Augustino is his full name. Yeah. What a good name on that That's guy. That's a huh? great name. Good Italian guy. Mm-hmm. Nice Roman Italian dude right there. Not like me. Where does my where does Justin come from anyway? Does that come from a country? Even? Not even Italian. No, it, it was Irish? made up in this country here, I believe, because nobody in Europe is named Justin. Mm. You're imported. Is did you hear the hate mail last week, JP? That you're so poor you can't even afford a full name. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some quick announcements. First one is our shirts are up for sale, folks. If you have not found out already, uh, if you go to the store page on the Brewing Network, I've put up an eBay store there, and we've got a uh, uh, limited number a special edition uh run of brewing network t-shirts i priced them as best i could for you guys to keep it down uh we just had to cover for some ebay costs we lose a couple bucks a shirt over there um but everything uh is you know lined up and ready to purchase they're already selling out in fact we already sold out a large i got a bunch of extra large left i got a few double xls so if you want them, get on the move. And I'll tell you this, uh, every bit really helps us there. Uh, we're using that uh, uh, to buy more shirts to put up for sale so that everybody can get one. And uh, it's that kind of thing that's really going to help us cover the expenses around here. So enough said. You guys asked for them, and they're there. It's the store, and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, and then uh, let's go to JP here, our announcement, the Friday show. Yes, sir. This Friday. I'm ready for it. It's coming up this Friday. What day? This Friday. Oh. <laughs> February 3rd at noon, 12 noon, the show is called Lunch Meat. <laughs> Lunch Meat with JP and Justin. You both are going to hell. <laughs> and boy, have we got a show planned for you guys. Oh, it's a doozy. It's only a one-hour show, so you don't got to worry about incessant rambling, just an hour's worth of rambling. Uh, we've got a lot of guests already lined up that are going to do some phone-ins with us. That's true. We're doing a beer club spotlight each week. So That's if, awesome. So if you're in a beer club out there, uh, please send us an email. Send it to Justin at the Brewing Network. 
Network.com, and uh, we'll get you lined up. What we do is uh, for about uh, a 10-minute segment or so, uh, we're going to get you to call in and just talk about your homebrew club, what dues are, what you guys do, and, and kind of promote the business of, of homebrew clubs in general. Maybe you guys have some competitions coming up that you want to talk about, anything like that. So that's going to be a, a regular segment. We're going to do that each week. Uh, a couple of surprise segments are going to be in there. We're going to open up the phone lines to you guys, of course. More importantly, we're going to set up a recorder so that you can call in and leave us a one-minute rant of whatever you want. This is the best. Okay, it's a. It's going to be. It's the. It's the lunch meat minute is what it is. And you call in with whatever you want to rant about. And if it's funny enough, or even if it's just angry enough, we'll put it on the air. So uh, I'll give you information about that probably during our first show about how you can call and where to leave the message and all that. So it's really about getting you guys involved in a good lunchtime show. I'm calling every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> JP is also working on getting some uh, sponsorship going so that we can give away some prizes each week. We're going to get it sponsored by different companies, and we'll do competitions. We're going to do little contests. Like uh, a couple of things we thought of already was maybe if you're listening in at work, you can uh, get your boss on the phone with us, and uh, we'll talk to your boss and ask him for a raise for you. You get it. You do that, you'll win a prize. So There's we'll, a trust <laughs> issue going on right here too. <laughs> that's yeah. right. You, you trust us to talk to your boss. That's right. Uh, show not. us. <laughs> yeah. You probably Probably shouldn't, but uh, show us how much you hate your job. Apparently, and uh, well, you also got a cop to the fact that you're listening on company time. Yeah, that's right. That's true. That's well, true. I think some people have jobs where they're at the computer, and it's okay that they do that. So hey, it's uh, it's all in good fun. Uh, we got a couple of other contests lined up. We're gonna get some regular ones in there, and it's gonna be a good show, guys. I think it's I gonna think be so. a lot of fun. Uh, JP, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, knows a heck of a lot about uh, home brewing himself. So the show, even though we've uh, touted it as as a way, uh, you know, to to not have to worry about people telling us we're rambling or or worry about being off the beer topic, it will not be devoid of beer. If you have questions or anything like that, JP's a real good home brewer and has a lot of good answers for you too. Well, so uh, he'll be able yeah. to uh, he'll be able to take those kind of questions and calls and. Uh, that's it, man. So if you guys like to have fun, you like to laugh, uh, go ahead and tune into the Friday show. If you don't, tune into the other ones. Does he have an email? JP? Yeah. Uh, not yet, but I can give him one real quick. It'll end up being JP at the Brewing Network. There you go. So, uh, perfect. You can contact him that way. I'm excited about the whole thing, JP. Me too. I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We've been recording some audio for it all week long, and so we got a, a bunch of different segments in there. Uh, Danielle, are you excited? Lunch meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I'm just a little scared. If they do crazy stuff, that they're going to involve me somehow and my boss and my company and my friends and my family, so you, you better know, I, not. I hadn't you know even, I hadn't even thought of that yet. Those are all uh, great now, ideas. I now really that you appreciate that. It, uh, <laughs> I could probably. Well, good luck that. to you guys. Hey, thanks very much. All right. Danielle's got to answer the phone. So there you go. Uh, shirts are on sale and lunch meat airs Friday. <laughs> Two of the best announcements I could think of, huh? Let's just end the show. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. <laughs> That's it. Uh, okay. Here's what we're going to do. Um, and is that, uh, is that Gary calling in now, Danielle, or, or just, or a listener? Because I want to take a break if it's not Gary. Uh, Alright, here's what, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a real quick break, and, uh, we got George's beer to taste later on too, so if you're out there, George, hang in there. Does he wanna get on the phone now? He can hold? Alright, good. Alright, that's the deal. We'll be right back. Gary Glass is calling in just a few minutes. Get your, uh, fat tire amber ales ready. We'll be right back. It's the Brewing Network. Hey, this is JP. And this, try <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> What's my name? Hey, this is JP. And this is Justin. 
we're never going to get to <laughs> You got right show. to be awesome. Hey, this is Justin. <laughs> this is JP. <laughs> want to tell you guys about my huge, giant ego <laughs> I'm feeding through the internet. <laughs> hey, this is JP. <laughs> okay, go. I'm ready. Hey, this is JP. And this is Justin. I want to tell you guys about our new show, Fridays at 12 o'clock, called Lunch Meat. Lunch Meat? Yeah, Lunch Meat, man. Really? Yeah, why not? That's what I'm thinking. That's the one we're going with? Yeah. What do you think? I think that's genius. Lunch Meat, Fridays at noon on the Brewing Network. Yes, sir. Mr. Gary Glass, director of the AHA, is on the phone with us now. Let me see if I can get him in here. Mr. Glass, are you there? I am here. Hey, Gary. How are you? Hi, Gary. I'm great. Pleasure to meet you. My name is Justin, uh, the host of the show today, and we've also got Doc and uh, Jason Petros and John in here to talk to you. Okay. So I just wanted to let you know uh, who's aboard. Danielle is with us, too. She talked to you first. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. All right, good. Can you hear us all right? Yep. Okay, cool. And you're coming through nice and clear, too. So good work there. So Gary Glass is the newly appointed director of the American Homebrewers Association. Uh, how long is that? have you been uh, appointed now? Uh, officially as of January 1st. January 1st? Okay. Wow. So uh, very recent. Uh, yes. my, f- my, my first question about that, and I think the burning question with everybody, is uh, uh, who do you have to knock off to get a sweet job like that, Gary? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. It's uh, taken me about six years to get here. So is that right? I've been with the Brewers Association for six years now. No kidding. Where did you start with them? Uh, I started as the AHA administrator. Oh, okay. And, and, uh, back in two thousand. Okay. What does what does the administrator do? Uh, it does everything that the director doesn't really want to do. <laughs> gotcha. Photocopy. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, no, the, just, just the ministers of the the uh, programs of the AHA, okay. um, like the sanction competition program, the clubs program, national homebrew competition, that kind of thing. Okay, I gotcha. And then, what exactly does the director do then? Uh, well, the director oversees all of uh, the AHA's operations, works on the budget, works on the plan, uh, sets up the national homebrewers conference. Uh, and generally uh, chooses or directs the the way the uh, the administrative the American Homebrewers Association uh, runs from year to year. Okay, that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of work. I got to admit, I I don't know a lot about the AHA, which is why I like having you on here because I want to really find out about you guys. We've had uh, Mr. Papazian on before. And uh, uh, sure. he talked to us a bit about uh, what you guys do and, and, and some of the things you push for homebrewers. But what I'm curious is that, uh, you know, it's not a part-time gig for you guys, right? I'm assuming that it's a, it's a career path and you guys work full-time when you're the director of the AHA. You can't just be in there on Tuesdays, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm definitely here full-time. Okay. See, that now that's what I like about it, too. Anytime you can be doing homebrew stuff, Full time. It's a good job. You know? Like, you guys got a little bit of that going, JP and John. You yeah. know, homebrew stuff full time, and I like that, you know? That's a dream job for a lot of homebrewers out there. Hey, Certainly nothing to complain about, uh, being no. able to work in uh, in homebrewing. 
Could be worse. Yeah. Uh, first question coming in from our from our chat room is uh, kind of get us rolling along the what the AHA does. Will the AHA ever become worldwide? This is from an Australian listener. Uh, we actually have uh, we have international members uh, throughout the world. So uh, okay, so an Australian could easily become a, an, an AHA member. Absolutely, and we do have Australian members already. Okay, but do you do you guys sanction any contests or anything over there, like you do the competition out here? Um, you know, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but uh, okay. they, they certainly would be able to uh, to register a competition. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Very good. I'm curious. Uh, before you got with the AHA, then, which you say you'd been doing for six years, what'd you do before that? Uh, well, I went to college. Okay. I've been homebrewing for the past twelve years. I started up when I was uh, going to school uh, in engineering at. Uh, Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. Uh, then uh, from there, I ended up with a degree in history. Okay. Uh, and then uh, and then moved out to uh, Boulder, Colorado, to continue my studies as a grad student at uh, the University of Colorado. Okay. So were you planning on being a professor of history then? I was. Okay. See that'd be a this good job too. Much better. Yeah, this one is better because you didn't have to get your PhD, yeah. right? <laughs> but the uh, but the professor in history would have been sweet too because you'd have gotten a lot of time off, you know. Oh, you know, I'm not so certain about that. Yeah, yeah. I guess you got to write a lot of dissertations and whatnot. Right. It's a, it's a lot of writing, uh, a lot of teaching. Uh... Okay. Here's. I'm just, sorry. I'm just reading a question at the same time here. What are the N Y? What's the N Y C? New York, New York City. Yeah, but that doesn't... Uh, uh, the question I got was, when will the AHA ever offer specials for NYC members? I guess they just want a special deal if they're in New York City. <laughs> um, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not certain what, the, what that means, but uh, AHA members in, uh, in, in New York City can, can take advantage of the pub discount program that we offer, and uh, Brooklyn Brewing was just uh, added to that. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I want to get uh, I want to get Brooklyn Brewing on the horn one of these days too. I, I, their it. name comes up so often out there. It's got to be good beer, huh? Yeah, they're definitely making great beer out there. Okay. All right. So you mentioned that you were a home brewer for a long time. Let's talk a little bit about your uh, home brewing background. Did you ever enter uh, into these co- like the national competition that the AHA puts on? Uh, I had never entered into into the nationals before. Okay. Uh, coming on board on on the AHA, and and now since I'm on the staff, I cannot enter that competition. I was wondering about that too. It's like one of those no f- no like uh, family members or whatever else of the or uh, affiliates or affiliates. Yeah, yeah, probably wouldn't look so good if I if I took <laughs> Humber of the Year. <laughs> you know, what? I, the competition I would, that I run. Yeah, you could, you could put the medal on yourself. <laughs> I would think that'd be awesome. <laughs> Actually, I oh, would, oh, it's me. Yeah, I would root for you the whole way. I just think it'd be great. <laughs> Who won this year? Oh, you know the director. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're not allowed to enter anymore. What about other uh, competitions? Do you, you ever enter uh, your beers into stuff like that? Yeah, I, I almost always enter into the, the local competition, uh, the, the Dread Hop uh, that's held every year here in Denver by the, the local club, Hop Barley and the Ellers. Okay. Uh, uh, and actually, I I, uh, I did enter in the, the MCAB last year. Okay. Third place. What's the MCAB for those who don't know? Like oh, uh, I'm sorry, Master Championship of Amateur Brewing. Oh, okay. And is that a nationwide thing too? Yeah, it's uh, it's. Somewhat similar to the National Homebrew Competition, but they use 
uh, qualifier competitions okay. uh, that are regionally based competitions. Uh, so, like the Dread Hop is a, is one of the qualifier competitions, and gotcha. uh, the the entries in uh, the beer categories of those competitions, the first the first place in each category can it, can submit their entries into the into the next MCAP. Okay, nice. That sounds like a pretty good deal. And how far uh, how how well have you done in uh, these competitions? I'm curious. The reason I'm asking, I'm curious if like as a job description when you applied to work with the AHA, if they uh-huh. asked to taste your homebrew first, like if that was part of the resume, <laughs> like if you brew bad beer, you're not allowed in, kind of thing, you know? No, they were they were pretty forgiving on me. Uh, they didn't uh, require any any samples before I got the job. Oh. That's good, so I got a chance, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can hold my own, but I wouldn't say I'm the greatest brewer out there. Okay. How often uh, would you say you brew now that uh, you're so busy there? How many batches do you think you're going to put under your belt this year? Oh, I, pro- I probably do at least one a month. Oh, that's still pretty good. It's five gallons? Me, or ten yeah. gallons? I do or ten fitty, gallons. Fitty time. gallons. Ten gallons. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, do you, does I your... If I in meat, uh, it, it might be a, a few few more batches. If you do mead, is that what you said? Yeah, I, I generally do a few meads every year. Okay. Well, it's, it's a pretty healthy brew schedule. I don't boast one a month at all. Well, I'm like one every four months right now. It's lazy. Yeah, yeah. it's been a well, while. Well, currently I'm having uh, basement issues. My, my basement flooded with sewage while I was on my honeymoon. Oh, oh no. that's that's bad for beer. And that bad, 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 to bring, bad to bring your bride home too. Also, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> wow, that's not a happy thing to come home to at all. At least a honeymoon. No, no, but uh, thankfully my my uh, coworker Catherine Porter was uh, house sitting for us, and she got to deal with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. I would have just like taken your credit card and called somebody, right? <laughs> Guys, there's a lot of poo in the basement. I was <laughs> was hoping you could do something about that. <laughs> Howdy ho! <laughs> the, the first time she's in a place that has a running toilet and it breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah huh. So do far, it uh, doesn't seem to have affected the beer. I, I've still got beer on tap down there. <laughs> there's no enter back there that I can uh, detect. So. <laughs> right. Very nice. Very nice. And have you got a favorite beer uh, that you that you like to brew? Something you've always brewed, kind of thing. Uh, you know, I I really don't. I've actually never brewed the same recipe twice. Oh, no kidding. No, oh. I, I I try and switch it up as often as I can. Okay, so you don't have this complex where you like gotta improve that one beer, you know, over and over again to make it the best beer you can, like a lot of us have. Uh, no, I I really don't. Okay, all right. A couple questions coming in from the chat room. I got for you. Okay. Where do you see the future of home brewing and the AHA? In the U.S., well, that's a loaded question, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that uh, is there more to it. Or? No, that's it. Okay. That's uh, well, I think that the, I think that homebrew is homebrewing is really healthy in the country right now. It seems to be uh, it seems to be uh, growing, um, not at a huge pace, but uh, but definitely growing. Whereas uh, a few years back, it, it was uh, definitely in decline. Um, but I, I think it's uh, it's definitely on solid footing right now. Um, the AHA is actually in in a very good position right now, and we're looking to uh, to actually expand. Um, we've got several programs in in uh, on the line for this year to uh, to help expand our membership and hopefully get get more information out to homebrewers and and make sure that they stick with the hobby. Right. Okay. Which is, you know, I, I like you know that you mentioned you're, you're trying to get uh, to membership and and supporting homebrewing as a hobby. Uh, 
could you give me give me a couple reasons why somebody should join the AHA? Why should I be a member? Uh, well, first off, there's some some great benefits that come along with membership. Uh, we have a uh, magazine that we publish, Symergy Magazine. Uh, yeah, okay. I, in my opinion, is the best magazine available for for homebrewing. I like that um, magazine. I'll we be also honest. we also have our our Tech Talk email forum that's available to. Uh, to AHA members, and we currently have uh, somewhere on the order of 5,500 uh, people who receive that okay. daily. Nice, um, and it's a it's a great forum for for getting questions answered about about homebrewing and uh, just if you have any problems. Uh, some of the best homebrewers in in the country and in the world are there to answer your questions. So, oh no, uh, so it's just like a network through that uh, through the email, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It's an email that and comes it's out. A, it's a it's a digest format. Uh, mail forum. It comes out Monday through Friday. Nice. Uh, we also have a pub discount program where AHA members get discounts at, uh, at pubs all across the country. We currently have over 250 uh, pubs signed up for that, and we're looking to aggressively expand that this year, so we're hoping to uh, double that number by the end of the year. That's a great uh, promotion right there. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, and, and it can easily save you, save you the cost of membership within a year. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, especially because, you know, our listeners, uh, homebrewers in general, they tend to drink some beer, and uh, out at pubs and going out and finding some new stuff, to give them discounts there, that's that's an awesome incentive for me already, right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're able to do that because the the AHA is a part of the uh, the larger organization, the Brewers Association, so we have a we have a professional division as well, and so we have really tight relationships with the with the craft brewing industry okay all right uh got that's, that's really something else we're we're looking at is to uh to really ex- uh improve the relationship between home brewers and craft brewers because really the really they're all the same i mean yeah uh, approximately 90 percent of the of the brewers in this country the professional brewers in this country started out as home brewers so right right I mean, it's, it's it's all one one group and uh as, as Many of many of you out there probably know that uh, professional brewing is a is a matter of passion. People don't do it because uh, they've gotten paid a whole bunch of money. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. And you know, it's a it really is kind of, it's a it's a, a quite a circle that that we have going there with the craft brewers because it goes both ways. Where craft brewers started as home brewers, mm-hmm. and then quite the opposite too, where craft brew drinkers like myself, end up just liking that beer so much and, and realizing they can do it themselves, they become home brewers out of the craft brewers. So sure. kind of a combination of the two. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, is is that why now the AHA merged, right, from what two groups was it before? Well, the, the, the AHA was a part of the Association of Brewers. That's what I uh, okay. And the Association of Brewers merged uh, at the beginning of, of 2005 with the Brewers Association of America. Oh, okay. Uh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. And, and then we became the, the Brewers Association. Okay. That, then you guys, everyone became the Brewers Association after that. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Because uh, I had a question coming in, the, if you ever see the AHA uh, spinning off of the Brewers Association. No, I think I think really the the uh, the AHA is a, is right now a vital part of the Brewers Association. Uh, it's uh, a grassroots network that uh, helps preserve the preserve uh, craft brewing in in both terms of home brewing and professional brewing. Um, the the professional brewers need people like like our home brewers in the AHA network 
to get the word out about their beers right and to in- educate consumers about good beer and uh no i don't see i don't see any reason why the the aha would spin off from that and certainly we we as a as homebrewers benefit from what the what the professional brewers are offering us okay all right i have some questions here Actually, let me throw this one at you first since we're, we're talking about why to join the AHA. Why should Canadians join? One of our Canadian listeners wants to know. Uh, well, we already have several Canadian members. Uh, I think really the, the information that you get through Zymergy Magazine and through, uh, through the Tech Talk forums are probably the primary uh, basis for, for joining. Um, we may at some point be able to expand uh, the pub discount program into into Canada, and we'd certainly accept uh, any of the our Brewers Association members uh, who have pubs up in Canada to uh, to participate in that program. Good idea, definitely a good idea. There's some good pubs up there too. Get them involved. Okay, I'm going to announce one of the reasons that I'm going to be joining the AHA, uh, and as I become more involved, the more I learn about this, and I want to talk to you about it. I want to talk about sort of the political movements that go on and that seem to be going on particularly recently that are kind of anti to the homebrew movement and, and you know, outlawing certain things. And I read a bunch of news stories from Alabama last week where uh, they're just barely being able to get kegs on tap and, mm-hmm. and all sorts of different things. And I know from talking to Charlie Papazian that the AHA is, is very involved and does a lot of promoting about getting other homebrewers involved in, in these political movements as well. Uh, another example is we've had brewers in here talking about uh, distributors making it more difficult for small-time breweries to get their beer distributed, uh, creating legislation against uh, distribution of the small guys. Uh, can you talk to us about how the AHA is involved in that sort of thing? Sure, and uh, I, I can give you a little bit of background on what's going on currently. Uh, I'm sure many of your listeners are aware of uh, uh, the... Supreme Court uh, decision in in uh, Granholm versus Heald, uh on May 16th of last year. Uh, that, that was dealing with uh, with direct shipment of wine. Um, well, the result of that is uh, is that a lot of the the states have uh, have laws regarding distribution of alcohol um, that aren't aren't in compliance with that decision. And so there's there's a big push to change. Uh, the laws in some of those states, and uh, and and uh, what happens in a lot of a lot of cases is that uh, uh, the distributors will try and push through laws that are uh, in their best interest. Right. Um, well, a lot of uh, a lot of small breweries depend on uh, self distribution. Yeah. Um, and if uh, if their right to uh, self distribute uh, goes away, uh, access to to quality beer will become much more difficult for the consumer it's bad for the consumer the prices will go up um, a couple of cases that came up uh, last year where uh, where they were trying to change the distribution laws uh, one in Wisconsin and one in California uh, we were able to mobilize our network of AHA members uh-huh. to contact their state legislators uh, when the bills came up uh, for vote and uh, in Wisconsin, we were able to get the, uh, as a result of the the uh, direct mail and phone calls from our AHA members, yeah. uh, we were able to get the, the law changed. So oh, that's much great. more favorable to craft brewers. Uh, in California, another another law uh, or bill uh, very similar 
uh, came up and uh, RAHA members did the same thing in California where they contacted their state legislators and told them that, you know, this, the craft brewers are an important part of our segment. They, uh, they provide a, a quality product to, uh, to the consumers yeah. and uh, they support their, their uh, local communities. Um, and this would be detrimental to them. Right. And uh, they were able to get that bill tabled. Uh, see, that's that's just great is what that is. Because, you know, I but, think the problem with the politicians' end of it is that the wholesalers have so much money and lobbying behind them that they don't really – it's hard to get the voice of, of the craft brewers kind of in there. And, and an AHA, an organization to do that, an organization with some numbers and some power – is so important. It's unbelievable. That be- Absolutely, it, it makes a huge difference. And when you're going up against uh, uh, groups that have a lot of money behind them, they can they can afford to do a lot of lobbying. Uh, we're a not-for-profit organization, as are most of the the uh, state brewers guilds. Um, don't have a lot of money, um, but what they do have is uh, is a lot of uh, a lot of fan base. Right. Um, and so. And especially with the the American Homebrewers Association, we can we can create a template where, and you never know when the when a bill can come up. It can come up within a matter of days. Yeah, uh, and we can we can send out an uh, an email to all of our members uh, within within hours. Gotcha. To, and uh, and you guys monitor that kind of thing constantly. Then we monitor to it uh, through uh, through the State Brewers Guild. So we have okay. a pretty pretty close network of uh, state brewers guilds and they keep an eye on what's going on in their states um, and when they uh, when they need help uh, we're here for them that's great Daniela yeah I would just wanted to say this discussion is going on in the chat room right now too between all the people like half of the people believe that it's really important to have organizations like the AHA because they give you a voice so to say they give homebrewers a voice and they are actually the ones who can achieve something for your hobby yeah the other part of uh, some of the listeners think um, they are so discouraged in politics mm-hmm. that whenever it comes to politics they just don't have any faith in organizations and they they think that lobbying is dangerous yeah. so it's a really interesting discussion going on there too yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely Does well, I, I think that the the successes that we had in in uh, Wisconsin and California are an example of why it's really important to have a national organization and have people who are members yeah uh, so that we can can make a difference that's true does the AHA actually lobby like in terms of monetary lobbying or is it more uh, mobilization of people and, and emails and, and calls? No, the, the AHA is much more of a grassroots kind of thing. We really don't have the have the kind of funds we would need to, to yeah. lobby and we cert- certainly don't have the, the funds available to be lobbying on a state by state basis. That's what I figured. Yeah, you got to get in the, uh, on the mobilization. Uh, but we, we have a network, uh, we also have a network of, of AHA liaisons where uh, Kind of a creating a dialogue between uh, our staff and uh, the AHA governing committee and the the homebrew clubs uh, all across the all across the country and all across the world. Right. It's surprising how much to me how much uh, government is still trying to control that and still trying to stop the production and distribution of alcohol. Yeah. I mean, it's beer and it's wine. It's not you know. It's not. Uh, Heroin? Crack, yeah. You know, and, and <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. And, you know, a lot of people have thought, well, there's no, they're not going to try to shut homebrewing down. They're not going to do anything to take my beer away from me. You know, it's a part of American life. And sure. then Gary just went off about five minutes for about how this is actually going on. And right. AHA really does a lot to stop that. Yeah. And sure. To, I mean, it hasn't been that long since we had prohibition in this country. So That's I mean, right. And it's, and it's not, not at all 
inconceivable that uh, that could happen again. So yeah. it, it's important to have these organizations there to make sure that uh, we have our right to, to quality beer. Wouldn't that suck? That would suck. Man, I'm telling you. And, and a lot of suicides. We, <laughs> just go, we just go underground again. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Let's cough syrup. Call me like <laughs> Captain Conspiracy Theory if you want, but I'm with Gary about the it's not so far off and it's not so far-fetched. If you look at censorship in our country as a whole right now and the things that are kind of happening in the U.S., it's insane mm-hmm. what places like the FCC are doing to to shut down uh, radio and television personalities. I was watching a movie last night on a on a on a regular channel. It was like the American Movie Channel or something, and the words that they bleeped out were unbelievable. They bleeped out semen. The person couldn't say semen, which is a sci- like I know it's whatever. It's not even funny. It's a scientific term. Yeah. You went to you 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 heard it in sex education class. They actually bleeped out. You just see what I'm saying? And so I'm not saying these are the words that Gary is using, but I'm saying it's it's so not a stretch to assume that our country goes too far and and could end up really outlawing homebrew or beer supplies or, or getting local craft brew because the craft brewers couldn't afford to lobby enough to make sure their beer got distributed. It's you know it just it bothers me and this is what I like about the AHA I, I, you know I really like that you guys H- how much is a membership to the AHA? Uh, it's thirty eight dollars for one year. That's nothing. No. That, that's that's <coughs> enough to pay for the magazine itself. Yeah, so yep. it's it is a good mag. Uh, between uh, Zymergy, brew your own. Um, you know I think that they're two very different types of magazines. You get a very different content. And uh, and I really like Zymergy for its uh, its straightforwardness, quality writing, and from people that uh, you know are really involved in homebrew too. Jamil Zainashev has put uh, articles in there. Uh, obviously, Charlie Papazian is in it every month. I mean, you know, it's it, it is a good magazine. So you're right on that, Doc. Yeah. Thirty eight bucks is worth the mag. You spend that on the, on the brewing magazine anyway alone, not to mention everything yeah. else you get out of it. Yeah, well, I think my People magazine subscription is like forty dollars. Or something. <laughs> I just well, saw the and, latest and edition out there. <laughs> the, the discounts that you get with, with the with the membership, it, I mean, it, yeah, and, and you'll you, save, you'll make that money back. Yeah, yeah and yeah. you don't look like such a homo getting a People magazine out of your mailbox. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did you hear what's going on with Brad and Jen this week? No, and if I do, I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple specific questions about laws for you uh, from our listeners. Are there any plans to get home distilling legalized? Uh, well, we don't. Uh, we don't really actually cover distilling, so uh, not not in our. Uh, it's not in our agenda. All right. Well, Doc might cancel his subscription. They're, yeah, they're not. They're not the ADA. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, th- uh, someone wants to know if the AHA was involved in helping to lift the six percent ABV limit in North Carolina. Uh, well, we did work uh, work with the the pop to cap people. We were definitely supportive of their their uh, their mission. So, um, we weren't uh, we weren't heading up that that uh, that program, but uh, we definitely offered our support and encouraged our members to participate. Okay. Yeah, that one we we reported on pretty extensively. There was a whole thing, and they've been trying to do that for years, and finally won it over there in, in the Carolinas. Daniela, go ahead. One of our chat uh, room people just signed up to the AHA. He wanted me to let you know. Just right. now? Like just now. He just visited the website and just signed Excellent. up. Who right. is it? Wow. So Two dog. We basically right. just paid you $38 to call into our show, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> we get 10%. <laughs> we appreciate that. Or his beer. <laughs> 
Uh, do you have any affiliations with the CABA or other associations outside of the U.S.? Uh, I, I have had contacts with the uh, with the uh, CABA, mm-hmm. CABA, yeah. uh, Canadian Amateur Brewers Association. Okay, um, we've worked with them on uh, the national homebrew competition has a uh, has a qualifying co- competition in Canada. So uh, I've worked closely with them over the years on uh, on running that competition and getting Canadian. Uh, Canadian brewers to be involved in the national homebrew competition. Gotcha. All right. We got a lot of listeners, uh, just to give you a heads up, uh, in Canada, in Australia, in the Netherlands. You know what's been popping up on our radar, John? Kenya. Yo, We're getting what? a lot of listeners coming out of Kenya in the last two weeks. I don't know what, I don't know what's going on there. Huge. I guess wow. they just discovered beer or something. They got tired of chewing year. root and spitting it out. To, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they want to make beer now. What's wrong with us? Like we know what it's like in Kenya, uh, dude. We know they could have knows. the best beer on the planet. We don't know. No, they think we're all cowboys <laughs> riding horses over here. So. Yeah, <laughs> discovery. Champion. We just uh, ran a couple of articles on uh, on brewing in in uh, Africa. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I know. In in in, in parts of South Africa, there's a big homebrew and and brew movement. We had Charlie on. He talked about his trips to Kenya. Yeah. Oh, was it Kenya that he was talking about yeah. specifically? Yeah, I think it was. Might have been. Yeah. Okay. Uh, listener wants to know if there's a lifetime membership. Sure is. How uh, much is that bad boy? Six hundred dollars for a lifetime membership. Is that right? So I'm trying to figure. I got to do the 20, math. Yeah. Twenty years. Do I? Li- oh, see, I, that's not going to do me any good. <laughs> 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 I give myself a good uh, eleven or twelve <laughs> before my liver turns to callus. I explode. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, uh, here's what I want to do, Gary. Uh, I got to do a tasting because I forgot to do it at six. Can you hang in there for a couple minutes? I sure can. Do you, are you aware of? Uh, I'm sure you are. Fat Tire from New Belgium. Uh, yeah, they're just up the road. Oh, okay. Well, there you go, uh, listeners. If you got your Fat Tire ready for six o'clock, I apologize. Got Gary on the phone uh, before we came back from the break and wanted to get right to it. We've got our Fat Tires here. Uh, we do an official tasting every week just to try to help out people's palates. So uh, I think that's what I got poured in this one already, right? Yeah, that one? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say right now I've never been a big fan of the Fat Tire, although I am a fan of New Belgium as a brewery because I think that they they do have some other really good beers. Fat Tire is huge. It's out just in the take, West. it's really taken off. It's been it's just really you're right. People are just buying it up. Um, but so that's that's why we picked this one. We thought a lot of people would be able to get it. Let's give it a taste here. I like how you can hear everybody yeah. slurping <laughs> that beer around in the microphone. It's got a that's what it is. Interesting aroma. It's kind of cardboardy. It's like um, smells like ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> there goes New Belgium as a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it is cardboardy. I, I won't say it smells like ass, like talk, but I definitely got the cardboard thing happening. Uh, Jason, what, what? It's, it's like a. Chocolatey almost. It's mm-hmm. like a, like the chocolatey mm-hmm. roasty smell, but not a whole lot of roasty. Well, there's a little roasty. No, it tastes um, it's biscuit. Like victory or something. Yeah, it is like biscuity it. also, yeah, it, yeah. It's victory or biscuit malt in there. A lot of it. Yeah. I don't mind a biscuity flavor, but well, it's, not, it, it's not even caramel malt. It's no. It's not sweet like that. It's really kind of a sharp biscuity, almost a uh, astringent border. Yeah, uh, kind of a baking soda kind of taste to it. None of those are good things. Up front, it's 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 like watery. Yeah, and then it, it finishes yeah. when it kicks in. The reason well, I think it's designed to be a real smooth, oh, yeah. easy drinking, you know, amber. So the reason I'm I, I I like it and I like to see out here is because it, it gets a lot of people 
off of you know Bud and Bud Miller, Miller and stuff. Coors. Yeah, um, it's easy. To and then it gets them into craft brewing, and then hopefully they get. It's a good stepping beer. stone, and it's got a cool bottle. Yeah, and it gets you by. The bottle looks like a craft brew bottle, and it gets you away from the mega swill. And it you can slap back a lot of these. Yeah, I, I just it, it needs more flavor. It does, but you know I, I will give it this uh, in terms of where it lands on the palate. A lot of times when we do our tasting, I'm able to ask you, hey, it's it's on the back of my palate, it's on the front of my palate. This one is very evenly over your entire palate. Mm-hmm. It, it, there are no specific places. It's not overly bitter. It's not overly sweet. It's possibly one of the most balanced beers it's very I've, clean. I've ever tasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, it's re- there's nothing specific. It's right over top of the palate from from front to back. And then it, it disappears right away. Not yeah. right away, but it lingers for a little bit, and then it goes away, and you're like, oh, I can tap another one of those. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't blast your tongue with cloying sweetness or too mm-hmm. much bitterness and hops where, yeah. where your taste buds are dead. It's almost like it just went away, and you want to drink another I'm, I'm going to say that's the popularity of the beer right there, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's an easy intro. Um, what kind of hops are in it? Anybody know? You guys ever Are you ha- getting a, a veg- vegetative type of flavor at all, <laughs> like in the finish? Gary, do you know what, what hops they use in this thing? Uh, not offhand, I don't. So we should have looked that up. Although I was actually uh, having dinner with uh, with Peter Bucard, their brewmaster, last night. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, uh, he and uh, and Lauren and Eric are all from the brewery where we had a uh, a Belgian beer uh, or Belgian style beer. There are plenty of American beers there, um, and uh, and Belgian food. Pairing evening in uh, Sunshine Canyon, Colorado, last night. Nice. That's that's a good night right there. It's a good name. It too. was a very good night. Yeah, I bet. Sunshine. Canyon. You a little hungover today? Uh, I'm doing just fine. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was able to pace myself. Good, good. Because you sound good. I was going to say a night of Belgians. You sound real good <laughs> today. Well, and the night before, I was in. Uh, I was actually in Boston. Uh, we did a AHA rally at the the Sam Adams Brewery, and we they had. Uh, had Utopias available for our AHA oh, members. Oh man, no kidding! And you survived. I, I've had I've had an, mm. an, a weekend of, of some very fine beers. Yeah, absolutely. Now, how many members were available that they made that available to? Uh, well, we had uh, we had about eighty people, I would estimate, at uh, at Sam Adams on on Friday. All right, there's um, your thirty eight bucks worth again, right Friday. there. Yeah, and uh, well, actually, the the en- the entrance for for uh, as is uh, AHA members get in free, or uh, or non-members can uh, sign up for a thirty-three dollar membership, uh, and that gets them in the door. So oh, that's they get what happened. Discounted membership, and they get to uh, get to uh, share in uh, festivities with uh, with the professional brewers. And Jim Cook was actually there, and uh, and nice. he talked to uh, talked to the home brewers. So no it was kidding. a great event. Actually, had Jim Cook there too. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. I... He's a huge supporter of home brewers. I know that the AHA homepage, which is beertown.org, uh, mm-hmm. has a listing of these events. It, it says upcoming rallies. And you guys yep. list every city and every time you're going to do one of these things, um, which I think is good. So now that you met, and I actually was curious about what it is. Now that you mentioned it, I just remember reading it. So if you want to kind of go check it out and get something good out of your, out of your money, you can, like, like Gary says, you can take, you know, check the listing of the rally, go there. Pay thirty three bucks to get in, and then you're an AHA member right there, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, we, we've got one. Com- we actually have one coming up in New Belgium next uh, next month, and 
Uh, Peter Bukart will be there, as well as uh, some of the other staff people to uh, to do some uh, tastings, and they're going to have a couple of special beers that aren't uh, aren't available elsewhere. Yeah, uh, that they will share with the with our AHA members. Uh, we've got St. Arnold's coming up in uh, there in Houston, uh, and that's going to be in March. Also in March, the shoots in, uh, nice. in Bend, Oregon. Yeah. What, uh, what about the West Coast where we are? Well, Bend, Oregon. Oregon. Oregon would be West Coast, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, somewhere down <laughs> around here. <laughs> our o- we have our we consider ourselves our own little island. Yes, yeah. Yeah. it's called the island of Pacheco. Yeah. we've got <laughs> enough people around here. We can do that. <laughs> well, uh, I actually grew up in Walnut Creek, so oh, I, I okay. know where you're coming from. <laughs> Gary and I went to the same high school. Did you? Yeah, that is true. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Not, Not at the same, same time, though. No, no, no. John's <laughs> a lot older. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. John's divorced twice. All right, let's wrap up the uh, the fat tire so we can move on to. I think we're going to take a break. Uh, my opi- let me give my opinion. I'd like to get everybody's opinion about the thing while we're here and doing this. Uh, here's what I think. Like I said, the even palate thing of the fat tire. Any disparaging remarks I said about the beer, as far as my my personal preference. If I were to line up a palate tasting right now, so that we could help train what we were to taste, I'd start with a fat tire because of how even it is on the palate. And you can really get a good example of a clean beer that just goes right over the top. And then you could move on to, say, you know, a, a stronger pale ale that maybe has a little more bitterness and find that on your palate, like a Sierra Nevada or something. And then you could move on to an IPA. You know what I'm saying? It, it, in, in the progression of, of palate tastings, I would, de- uh, you know, Fat Tire is just a good clean one to start with. Um, although I might not buy a six-pack of it. Yeah. John, what do you think? Um... I don't know. It's it's overwhelming the cardboard flavor for me personally, um, but it is very quaffable, and I think the more you drink it, that victory biscuit malt that mm-hmm. comes through kind of mellows out more on your tongue. Yeah. And towards if it, like the end of the beer, I I kind of enjoyed it. It's very drinkable. I like that you use both quaffable and biscuity in your description. Thank you. Both nice words. Janela? The chat room, but I don't have an opinion about this beer because what... Do I know about beer? But the chat room thinks that it, I've never seen them discussing a beer as controversial as this one. Oh, really? Some of the people really dig it and love it and say, I love that stuff. Okay. And others go, well, I would never buy that stuff again. Okay. It's really interesting. It's because, because it's become so big that everybody knows. If, uh, a year ago, yeah, you only knew that about this beer if you were in the know. Mm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, everybody knows about it. It's just it's the wave that's cresting. See, I wonder if it's the evenness of the palate, like I was saying, that's why it's popular, or if there's just some genius marketing going on there somewhere. Maybe a little bit of both. I think there's a unique brewing going on. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's, it, it's not like anything else out there. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah. I've never had an amber ale like that before, so. Well, it's, a, it's, it's basically based on a Belgian amber, mm. so. Petros, you want to say anything about it? Sure, man. Um, yeah, I, I agree. It, you know, it, it, it's good for kind of a palate trainer it's 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 real light malt there is some malt there um the biscuit maybe you know a little much but uh yeah. you know to kind of teach someone well this is what this tastes like this is what this tastes like because it's kind of irrelevant not a whole lot of beers use it yeah um yeah i, th- I mean it, it's definitely easy drinking and i can see why it's becoming so popular yeah, um yeah. like you said it is it is marketing they do a lot of marketing i mean it's a good company as far as you know they're wind powered and they do a lot for the earth and um yeah, so so that I think in and of itself, people would gravitate towards, especially in, in uh, you know eco friendly California, California. I like that you took <laughs> the hippie route. You like that? I well, do you know, I was trying to trying to you know trying to do something. And anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's 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 a it's a tasty beer. Not yeah. personal favorite, but um, then again, that's why I homebrew, right? 
Well, and for those of you who don't like the fat tire, I'll say it again. New Belgium has, uh, I can think of about five off the top of my head. Uh, there might be more. Uh, they got a few beers there. So I like, uh, I have liked every beer I've tasted from New Belgium more than I liked the fat tire. So, uh, don't write off the brewery. By all means, check out some of their other beers. They're very, very different. This is just sort of their flagship guy. So. Doc playing with his video game again, beeping in the thing. I want to take a real quick break, Gary, uh, if you don't mind, and then we're going to come back and uh, get a last few comments out of you and wrap it up. Is that okay? Sounds great. All right, cool. You listen to the Brewing Network. we got Gary Glass, the new director of the American Homebrewers Association, Mm -hmm. on the phone with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Okay, man. Hey, check this out. I I was thinking about an idea, right? I remember this uh, Fruity Pebbles commercial yeah. where they had a rap, where Barney did a rap. Yeah. I wrote a rap for us. You want to hear it? Yeah, all right. So we're going to try to rap. Yeah, I think it would be great. Uh. We could do it. All right, let's give it a go. All right, man. Ooh, that's hot, man. I'm feeling this. Yo. Mm. Yo, 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 yo. My name is JP, and I'm here to say... I'm on the Brewing Network in a major way. I've got Justin with me. I got JP. We're serving you up every Friday at noon. Yeah, I don't think so, man. What what do you think so? It's no good. That was brilliant. What are you talking about? People are not rappers. Maybe you're not. Did you just hear that? Yeah, I got one line. That's all you need, dude. Check it, check it. I got JP. Yeah. Look, remember this, okay? Remember this, Justin. I'm the talent. Fuck this. Yeah! <laughs> Lunch Meat, the new show coming Friday, February 3rd to the Brewing Network. And now back to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On the Brewing Network. Alright, we're back with Gary Glass, the new director of the American Homebrewers Association on the phone with us. You still there, Gary? I sure am. All right, very good. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna let you off the hook, but uh, we got a couple of things we wanted to ask about uh, before we go. The National Homebrew Competition that you guys do, which is uh, I, I I never know if it's the National Homebrew Competition or the National Homebrew Conference. Well, we do have we have both actually. There's the and National it's the same weekend. Okay, uh, which is the world's largest beer competition with over four thousand entries. Okay. And we do have the National Homebrewers Conference, and that's going to be coming up uh, this June in uh, Orlando, Florida. That's uh, June 22nd through the 24th. Nice. DACA won't be there because he hates Florida. <laughs> but, Sorry, uh, but the rest of the Brewing Network will be there. We're, we're going to go mm-hmm. do it. And uh, are, are you going? You're going, John. I'm going. You always I'm, go to I'm that. Uh, we're going to be there uh, looking at, at possibly getting a booth and, uh, and doing a – we might broadcast from there, too. That would be outstanding. Um, okay, cool. I, I'll probably, actually, either you or, or if you want to, uh, uh, hand me down to one of your, uh, underlings. Uh, underlings that would be fine too. <laughs> I, uh, just would want to contact you about a couple of things. Cause for one, we'd like to broadcast some shows from a booth. Uh, which, you know, we'll do the regular exhibitor thing. Uh, but also, uh, w- we'd like to record some of the lectures that go on there and, and bring those to a lot of the people that can't make it, you know, cause a lot of people can't travel around for these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, we'll, see, we'll see what we can do. Get you on the horn with that. Why don't we broadcast the the final results? That would be cool too. Do they? Do you guys do Gary? Just a whole thing where you're all in a room and you announce all the winners? Uh, yeah, actually, it's uh, the last day of the the uh, 
Homebrewers Conference, we do the Grand Banquet and Award Ceremony where we do uh, announce the the winners. Okay. So on a normal year, then, how do the winners who don't make it there find out? They don't find out to the next day when they get emailed or something? Oh, no. We post uh, we post them to uh, to the beertown.org website uh, the, as soon as the... As soon as the ceremony is over as soon as it's over gotcha mm, maybe a little broadcast might cool. help we can get people tuning in from all over to see if they won yeah all right. uh, and, and really even if you don't like florida it, it's still going to be a great conference and it's going to be at the at the Wyndham uh, resort and there's no need to actually even leave the resort uh, there's going to be there's going to be beer beer events going on throughout the day evening all the time no need to no need to even leave the hotel you had me at there's going to be beer. So wait, as long as I don't have to interact with any Floridians? Hey, let me tell you, actually, in in terms of this doc not like in Florida, I read a news story today, I think, uh, JP sent to me. Uh, I didn't read it on the air. I read it earlier. Uh, there's now a, a major killer bee epidemic going on in Florida, by the way, which shouldn't discourage you from going. This this NHC thing is all indoor, and, and like Gary said, it's all at the, uh, it's all at the resort. But uh, any state that has a killer bee problem, that bothers me. You know, well, it's already what it's it's hurricanes, fire ants, fire ants, alligators, chickens. What? There's a chicken's disease going on right now. A chicken's disease. You mean the bird flu? Yeah. Bird, Are you sorry. talking about the bird flu? <laughs> <laughs> and that's in just in Florida. No, I thought it didn't make good. it to our country. Yet. Not yet, at least. <laughs> so I'm just talking Florida, man. <laughs> but hey, what the hell? While we're at it, let's oh, pin the chicken's Jesus. disease on the state. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, there'll certainly be plenty of great homebrew there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there's a, a lot of fine mead makers in, in Florida. So, uh, And it's a national event. We'll have people from all over the country. We'll have clubs from coming in from uh, from all corners of the of the country to uh, set up their booths and uh, yeah. share their beers. It's always a good time. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's I've never gone to it, and uh, I don't care where it is. It could be in New Orleans, so that would mean it'd be a swimming brew fest this year, but I'd go anyway, because I, I, I like that all the homebrew people are showing up, and uh, there's going to be good beer there. Really, How really many people are we talking? Yeah, what's your average turnout Eight, over there, Gary? Uh, well, it's been, it's been growing over the past several years. Last year we had over 800 uh, eight or eight hundred attendees. So. Wow! What? Uh, eight hundred people or so. And, and yeah, we're looking. To, we're looking at eight hundred to a thousand homebrewers. And year. they have classes and conference. You can go in the room and listen to like famous people talk. And yeah, well, we're, we're going to be posting uh, speakers to uh, to the the beertown.org site uh, shortly, oh, nice. probably within the next week or so. So uh, it's amazing how much we've already lined up some really outstanding speakers. Oh, the the nice. information you can get there is just outstanding. Can you? I noticed that it's not posted yet. Uh, could we get an exclusive? Maybe a couple of names of people you got lined up. Well, I want to make sure that uh, that the guy who's lining up our speakers on the local committee uh, has has people confirmed before uh, I put uh, any names out there. But uh, no. trust me, there's going to be some big names uh, in in the the beer world that are going to be talking at this conference, and uh, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, the best lineup of speakers we've ever had. So. You guys should invite Doc to speak there. He's a real good speaker. <laughs> I hear something coming. Yeah, he's uh, here. Check this out. He, he this is what his speech would be about. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what do you think? Can we get him on board, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go to board. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I will be sending beers. So yeah, uh, when is the uh, when's the deadline for the first round, Gary? 
the entry deadline for the first round of national homebrew competition is uh, April 3rd through the 14th. Okay. And then the, and there are regional sites for that competition, so uh, you'll check out the website. Uh, that that map should be up there shortly. It's not up there right now, but uh, within uh, the next couple of weeks, we'll have the the map of all the regions. So uh, entrants submit their submit to their regional site, and then uh, the the winners from those regions, and there's ten of them, uh, advance on to the to the second round, which we hold at the conference. I thought I saw. That last year, you guys had something like over 700 people make it to that to that final round or the second round, I guess it is. Then, did I see that on uh, your website? There, well, there's over 700 entries that qualify for the second round. They quali- so that's right. what it was. Qualify for the second round. That's mm-hmm. a lot. That's a big competition. Yeah, that's yeah. A, we that's have, the we second have, round. Yeah, we have over over a thousand people submitting entries to the first round. You do. Wow, that's great. That's a really it's a pretty massive undertaking, and it's a great competition. The quality is is really high in this competition. We we have the, since we do the judging at the at the conference, we uh, attract some of the finest judges from all over the country. So. Right. Okay. Hey, that's good. Well, that's that'll get you just great feedback too. Yeah. One of the big problems of small competitions is you don't get very good feedback necessarily. Yeah. And this is this is where you find out what's good, what's bad. It's important. I don't know if I'm going to submit my beer there, but I'm certainly going to drink some beer there, Gary. Why wouldn't you? It would submit? be hard not to. <laughs> yeah. You should submit, I think. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I could save so. you. The, I could save you the entry fees. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me it's decline you. Yeah. <laughs> you decline. <laughs> I'll just give it to the panel here before. Is there I a competition it. for girls too? It's okay. anybody. Anybody can enter. But uh, there's no special competition for girls. No, no. there's no special competition. Well, then I don't. Actually, there is a there is a, a competition queen for for women. Uh, the, the queen of beers. I think the queen of beer. Yeah, competition. Yep. That's so a that's local competition. That's in California. Yep. Yeah. Now, but not for the nationals. Not for the nationals. Yeah, it's not part of the nationals. So. You guys split California, right? The regions. Didn't you do yeah, that? Yeah, I think this, this year. year. Yeah. Well, California. We we, we had uh, one judging site in California for the past several years, and. Uh, down in San Diego, and they had over 700 entries the last mm. couple of years, and uh, that's that's just really too much to ask for one group to, to judge. So, yeah, uh, those are some drunk so judges. So we split the state. So. so now you got just northern and southern. It's uh, well, the, they've created new new regions. So the the Southern California site will be judging entries from uh, Southern California, Arizona, and New Mexico, and Hawaii. Oh. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the Northern California site will be judging uh, entries from Northern California, Nevada, Utah, and Colorado. Mm-hmm. Which is good for us up here in Northern California. It is? Yeah, we don't have to compete with all the, the Quaff guys and the Maltos Falcons and all those people. Like Jamil, basically. Like if you enter a, a competition, yeah. you know Jamil's entering that same that same friggin' um, category, right? Yeah, I want yeah. my beer. 8,000 beers. No, you don't. John's yeah. ready to take them on, yeah. but uh, I, it's great. You know, I, I think it's uh, I think it's good. It doesn't really um, you know overload the judges, and yeah. um, you know it takes some stress off. I think it's I think it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Paul, the competition is coming out of San Diego. As far as if that was the only place down there, you're only going to have three winners per per category. So that cuts it way down. Uh, you're just not going to get the chance to get in. Yeah. So this way, we've got more of a chance. Like they said, most most of the uh, seven hundred entries down there just for one uh, region. That's I still think lot. SoCal uh, will have more entries. Yeah, than it, was, it was actually the largest region of the of the 
the entire competition with yeah. the California region. So I mean, yeah. that's got to the point where I have to cut the cut the state in half. <laughs> right. Well, they've been lobbying to do that for a long time. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how many entries made it to the second round. You know, yeah. about seven hundred. That's that right there. I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me give you one last question. I, I want to say I really appreciate you spending some time with us, Gary, and, and talking about the AHA here. And, Absolutely. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Okay. Um, how about the future? Doc and I were talking about this at the break. Doc was curious about uh, you know, some plans for the future of the AHA, maybe where do you see you guys in, in five years. Doc was mentioning you're, kind of, you're, you're almost a fledgling. You know, you're, you're pretty young. It's not, uh, it's not the oldest organization on the planet. So you no. you got room to grow. Where do where do you see you guys going? What, what do you what do you got planned for the future? What are you heading towards? Uh, what's on the drawing board? I guess. Well, right now we're we've we've just launched this these uh, these AHA rallies in the past year and uh, looking to expand upon those uh, so that we get uh, get get people from from everywhere involved. So on the regional level. Um, as well as expanding our, our pub discount program so that mm-hmm. the, there's pubs available in, in pretty much every region so everybody can take advantage of that benefit. Um, and looking to expand the AHA overall, uh, having more information available, uh, using more of our, our grassroots network to get, uh, to get information about homebrewing so we can bring more people in, uh, get more people involved in homebrewing. Um, yeah. There you go. It's a good future, man. That's a big, uh, big undertaking. I like that you got two hundred breweries involved now, and you're and you're looking to increase that, maybe even double it this year. I like that. Yeah, that's we're hoping to we're hoping to hit five hundred by the end of the year. Wow, that's a good goal right there. Well, it friend. doesn't hurt them joining up and making it available to the rest of us either. Yeah, no, it's, it's really it's out. really mutual mutually beneficial. It's kind of a. a, a a pre-made uh, uh, customer loyalty program, so they get they get uh, AHA members driven to their establishments. Uh, mm-hmm. We we publish uh, their information on uh, on our website and in the in Zymergy magazine. Um, drives drives cons- customers to them, and uh, and it gives the uh, AHA members the benefit of uh, of discounted uh, prices on food, beverages, merchandise. Discounts are good, friends. Yes, they Discounts are. are very good. All right, Gary. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate thank it. Thank you. It's Cheers, been a Gary. pleasure. All right. See it's, you, Gary. It's beertown.org is the address if you guys don't know it. Put it in your favorites menu. I go there uh, at least three times a week just to check out what's happening. Get updates. Uh, there is a page up right now to find out about the National Homebrew Competition and the National Homebrew Conference. They are updating it uh, very soon. It says it right there. They'll be putting more information about how to register, who the speakers are going to be. Uh, I'm looking. Uh, we're definitely going to it, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Beertown.org. Gary Glass, the new director of the American Homebrewers Association. Uh, get your Zymergy magazine through them. And, again, just really appreciate you spending the time with us, Gary. Great. Thank you. I, I appreciate the, the time. All right. Very good. And say hello to Charlie P. for us. Uh, is, is, he's, just a, he's really just a crackpot that you guys keep around for name <laughs> recognition, right? Oh, no, no. He's, uh, he's definitely involved in, uh, in everything we do here. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. He was a lot of fun on here. So uh, give our regards to the, to the P-man. Absolutely. Right. The P-man. <laughs> yeah. I just gave him his own little rapper name. I'm sure he liked it. <laughs> I'll let him know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. Gary, see you, buddy. Oh, thank okay. you. All right. There you go. Gary Glass from the American <clears throat> Homebrewers Association. John, you're a member. I am. And I just signed up for a three-year membership because they have a discount on it. 
Oh yeah? yeah, what's the what's the price of that? You save like he didn't twenty pay, bucks. Don't ask him. You no, save I, almost for one year. Yeah, one year free basically. So no, I did not pay. B3 I'm a paid. member. B three paid. Yeah. Gotcha. See, right now I bootleg your magazines. Occasionally, if I'm at your house, I snag them. Or occasionally, you drop them I'll off drop over them here. Off, yeah. I'm gonna stop bootlegging though. I think I'm gonna join up. I get the political thing got me going. Good. You know, you, you you start talking about things like that and 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 uh, and, and and getting involved and and fighting the man. That's right up my yeah, alley, dude. That's what that's what gets me right. Chain Crosley, right there, man. <laughs> yeah. Man, be keeping I'm, it down. It's right, I just want to fight the man. I'm waiting for the man to come look at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the man's on his way. Don't you worry about that. Hey, t-shirts are up for sale on thebrewingnetwork.com. You can click our store button, little eBay store up there, and buy a t-shirt. JP told me he's going to buy one, didn't you, buddy? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> he's XXL. Even our hosts don't get free ones. You like that? Uh, he's gonna. No, I don't. <laughs> I'll make one. I'll get a sharpie like and a white and no. a white shirt. There's a limited edition. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. The shirts that you can buy right there, and I mean this. I am not. Uh, this is no lie. We don't even have them. John doesn't have one. I don't have one. Doc doesn't have one. Daniela does not have one. These shirts are so uh, limited in the numbers that we were able to get out of the company we got them from. We don't even have one. So the shirt you're getting, it it really is. When I say limited edition. I mean it, man. <laughs> are they numbered? <laughs> They're not numbered, no. Oh, but you'll know. Uh, the new ones are going to be slightly different because we've had to go through a different company, and we're buying a bigger lot when we when we do the new ones. And I, I'm hoping if they do them right, that's going to be our recurring user. So uh, no, they don't have a number, but you will know that it's a different uh, it's a different shirt, it's a different logo. So I'm just uh, you know. You can have one of both. Yeah. Okay. Got a caller on the on the air here. I think uh, who might be angry. Caller, you're on the air. Yo, what up? Hey, who are we talking to? Buzzcut. Hey, Buzz, what's happening? Dude, you know, beer of the week sucked ass. <laughs> what did he say? He said our beer of the week was real bad. Eh, you know you can't win them all, dude. You didn't what do you like- mean you can't win them all? That, that wasn't even a starter. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I mean, that one didn't even finish... It didn't. It didn't even start the race. It didn't even start the race. Hang on. In 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 New Belgium's defense, this is the guy who was drinking ten MGDs a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) You know what? MGD tastes a whole lot better. (laughs) Is that right? Oh, I'm telling you. I mean, the front taste is is rice. The back taste is ass. All right. You got rice and ass. Oh, that's not good. That's like bad Chinese food. Oh, you. And you're not hungry afterwards. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we can't give you all good beer. You yeah. wouldn't learn anything. That's right. You know, I, I make my own beer, and I make beer that's at least 100 times better than that. Well, I think that's the general rule among our listeners anyway, no matter what the tasting in here. Listen, I stand by my comments, though. If you don't like that one, try some of the other ones from New Belgium. And I mean that. I really stand by it because I have tried some other ones that I, I, I was surprised. I went, wow, now that's a good beer. After not being so such a big fan of the fat tire. You know, and so. you have no taste buds in your head. <laughs> have you tried the other ones? Yes, I have. And you didn't like any of them? You know, New Belgium's okay. There, there's some things that they make that are passable, but this one, yeah, this one is not. And it's like a hit in the college kids around here uh-huh. in Reno. Oh, they and, love it. And it's just... Because they can't get Stella everywhere. Well, <laughs> yeah. shit. Stella. Yeah. When they can get... That's a college one too. Naughty ice for nine dollars a case. Yeah, you know where are you going to go? I don't know. I, I I drink fat tire before I drink natty ice. I'll tell you that. Well, you know what? I would probably my MGD tastes a whole lot better than the naughty ice. I, I just ugh. 
<laughs> and, and the New Belgium, you know, they have some yeah. that are all right, but this one, yeah, no. Okay. Are you drunk, Buzzcut? No, I'm not. <laughs> you were very angry in a chat room already. <laughs> well, angry, yeah, angry fellow. You know, I when 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 I was listening to the jazz show and I asked or the blues show, yeah, I asked what the beer was and they said, "Oh yeah, it's New Belgium flat tire." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> you got to be kidding me!" Oh, so you were angry already even before he had the tasting. Uh, yeah, this is this is noon. I'm still drinking coffee and I'm going, "Oh, all right, well, <laughs> I will pick it up." So the wife went to the S Mart <laughs> and she picked up good wife, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't want to be seen buying it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Yeah. What's the S Mart? S Mart. Shop Smart. Shop, shop S Mart. <laughs> you know that, JP? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> JP knows it. I'm all over that, man. See? All right, Buzz. Hey, I, I, I value your opinion. I, I'm happy that you voiced it here. That's fine by me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Oz is giving me shit in the chat room. See, hey. I, I just can't go wrong. That's true. Hey, join the club. Oz is going to give you shit no matter what. Thanks yeah, a lot, buddy. Well. Oh, look. High Life, the <laughs> champion of beer. That's right. That's yeah. right. Thanks, Buzz. Sure hey, have a good day. You too. Bye. See you. Later. I hey. wouldn't mind, in all fairness, I wouldn't mind hearing from the other side of the fat tire camp. I think that uh, it's it's often that we, we do beers in here that we decide whether we like them or not, and we don't get the differing opinions going on. So uh, how about the uh, – let me hear from a camp out there who likes the fat tire, and uh, let's hear your opinion too. 888-401-BEER. Well, I think the uh, – isn't isn't the point of doing these things to, to train the palate, and you don't absolutely. necessarily have to – I mean, because not everyone's going to like every beer, right? Yes, you're I absolutely I think that's right. why we started doing this is so we could pick out what's this, what's that, and it doesn't yeah. – and it was mostly to pick beers that most people can get a hold of. You, you're absolutely right. All I'm saying is that if we are going to end up getting an opinion about uh, uh, it being real bad, yeah. I wouldn't mind taking the opposite camp if it's out there. 888-401-BEER. Sure. But you two are absolutely right uh, – JP and Doc, that it is about uh, training the palate, which is which is why I really liked the part about how just even and, and clean it is. Well, you've come a long yeah. way in six months. About being able to taste yeah. stuff, yeah. And you know what? More so, it's being able to describe what the hell I'm talking yeah, about exactly. when, That's the when hardest I'm tasting part. it. Because uh, uh, what, I, what I started doing is saying, hey, what the hell is happening on my tongue right there? And then mm-hmm. you guys would help tell me. And then I get to know it. You, all you need to do is hear it once. And that's what we're trying to do for everybody with the segment. So that's that's really the point. There was a list of beers put up um, in the forum this week to John. That It was a bunch of requests of beers that are available uh, a little more worldwide. And I really liked that list. I checked it out, too. So I think we're going to be incorporating that one real soon. I've already done that. You did? Okay. I'm sorry to that. All right, cool. Because that's one where, where beers are really uh, you know, sort of widely available. Um, that would that, that'd be the best thing to do is so everybody can get some. Yeah, yeah. Even though we think it's ubiquitous everywhere, it not necessarily is. That's right. That's right. It's hard. It's sometimes it's hard for us to tell where everybody can get it, you know. So that was good. Go ahead and leave your list, especially if you're, uh, you know, if you're in, in one of our listeners in Great Britain, Kenya, Kenya, uh, Kenya. the Netherlands, Japan. Tell us what you guys can get. Give us a list, and um, and we'll see if we can, you know, find that for everybody too. Mrs. Crotchrot, you're on the air. Oh hi, <laughs> Mrs. Hi. I, I, it doesn't bother you that I call you Mrs. Crotchrot. I hope. <laughs> No, it's uh, been a long-standing name, so. I'm used to it. <laughs> okay, and how are you today? Um, all right. I was just um, what's the word? A little upset. Uh huh. Uh huh. That you guys um don't have a shirt for the uh, poor women who are widows of our beer network husbands. Oh, <laughs> right, right. 
I was afraid that I was going to get that. Um, it's uh, first of all, you guys seen the pictures of Crotch Watts, uh, uh, old lady on the forum there? I don't know if they're on the forum, but he sent them around a bit. Not, that, not <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, not that there's like a Mrs. Crotchrot dot com or something. She's. Uh, uh, let me just say the Crotchrot's doing all right for himself. Uh, and then I'll move on to say, um, it's just that the shirts that we have, we we actually had ordered smalls that that would 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 fit ladies too, um, and they screwed them all up. They all came out oblong and lopsided and broken. So well, I didn't. Well, I figured I'd throw the idea out there, and yep, then it's, it's a great I'd give idea. you a good year. So it took six months for the other ones. <laughs> for the other, yeah. A whole year. That's, uh, you're being, uh, a year would be real soon. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Um, it's uh, That's kind of why I mentioned uh, if we can really sell out this limited run, we've got the other ones ready to order, and then I can order all sizes, because I didn't even have all, I didn't. I only had two larges available, let's say, out of the whole lot. They're gone already. Um, so the faster these ones sell out, the faster I can get all the other sizes. And then also I want to do some ladies' tees in there, too, for you. So I am working on it, Mrs. Crotchrot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. And I, I really like you guys. Do you? Um, That's weird. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not a big beer drinker, uh-huh. per se. What do you? Like, what beer do you like? Um, Fat tire. I think the only beer that I've liked has been the Red Chimay. The Chimay. Nice. Oh, well, for not being a beer drinker, that's pretty yeah, good. That's a good that, start. That, that was a, a big winner with a lot of the wives when we tasted that one. Yeah. You ever tr- you ever do any of the fruity beers or anything? Apricot ales, things like that? No. Um, you might want to try them. They're going to kill me when I say this. <laughs> oh, boy. It's coming. <laughs> Go ahead. But there's this um, like aftertaste of hops that I just don't like. You don't like hops, huh? Okay, it was nice uh, talking uh, to I you. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. It's the bitterness that you just can't deal with. Yeah. Oh, buy yourself some natural light. You won't have to deal yeah. with that. Oh no. But there's, there's a, a lot of beers out there. You just haven't tried enough of them. Yeah. Right, and I'm I'm learning. Get your husband brewing some more. Yeah. <laughs> some good can't stuff. stop him. <laughs> Does he run these things that he posts on the forum by you before he posts those pictures and songs and stuff? Um, I, yeah, he um, <laughs> tested that on me. <laughs> uh, and are you generally supportive, or are you just like, okay, oh. dear, <laughs> go yeah. on about your business? Uh, yeah, um, I, um, uh, I don't know how to, um, I, I, I give him a pat on the back, and, you know. Good job, honey. That's okay. a good woman. Okay, right if there. you want to, I guess, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's your life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last question. Are you hammered or what? Um. Well, I've been partaking of the cousin of the hop. I was, <laughs> was going to say that, dude. I was going to say, I was going to go to Scotch. You sound high. That a girl. The cousin of the hop. I like That's just now the new name for it around here. The cousin. cousin. <laughs> I like her giggle. Her giggle. Like, yeah, it's the, the hop cousin. John knows it well. She's got hop cousin giggle. Yeah. Hop cousin giggle. It's all good. Yes, it is. What did you What did you use to partake in that? Were you talking like a like a two foot water bong here, or <laughs> they're just oh, no. a, a little pinner? Um, I have a Jedi spoon. A what? <laughs> a Jedi spoon. Dude, yeah. What sick. is that? Are you talking about it's like horse man? No. No, it's like a glass bowl. That's got a carb on the side. Oh, okay. Uh. All right. We just never called him a Jedi spoon before. I know what you're talking about. Well, now. if you go on the internet and type up Jedi spoon, you'll see one. It's a Florida thing. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they call it. 
We just call them like glass pipes around here. John's like licking his lips over there. <laughs> he's, got no, he's got no comment. I have um, the one I have right now has a um, blueberry. <laughs> All right. a, a blueberry taste to it. The the the, the, pipe? the cousin. The cousin. Yes. Yeah. The cousin. That's weird. I never had anything like that. <laughs> all right, I'll save this for the drug show coming up in, uh, I don't know, say June or July. We'll we all you, mainline and we'll get, get you, on the air. We'll get you back on the air for that one. How about that? <laughs> all right. Hey, thanks for the call. Okay. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Oh, I remember those days. Yeah, that's fun. Oh. I can't wait because uh, we're going to be hanging out with Crotch Rot in Florida when we go to the competition, so uh, that ought to be a good time. Maybe we'll have uh, girl shirts by then. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. A lot of girls out there can wear the double XLs I got for sale, you know. Yeah, for a robe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just have a little sleeping shirt. Yeah. You know? A little fantasy. Nothing on. All right, it's late in the show, so we're going to do a rapid-fire giveaway here. we got to do our giveaway. Uh, what we're going to do is a trivia. Doc, did you get our chat trivia ready? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Get our chat trivia ready, and if you could write the question down on there for uh, for Daniela. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to take caller number nine. Caller number nine. It's to register to win a full kegging system, and it's courtesy of Northern Brewer at northernbrewer.com. So caller number nine. It's 888-401-BEER. Go ahead and call in. Uh, if you don't have a kegging system already, we're just, we're just going to give this sucker away, and we're going to register you as part of the 12 that's going to get it. Uh, it's our last week to do it, so you're going to want to call in. If you're tired of bottling, this is your chance. All right? My brother was brewing uh, his second batch today. Oh, good. He got it. Uh, he went and bought uh, uh, another one. Okay. He needs a second one anyway, uh, so he bought one anyway. He Why don't you share the story? It. Uh, so my brother, uh, we sent him a, a beer kit uh, for Christmas, and he gets it. And uh, what happens, it's one of those carboy breaking stories, but this one's weird because he wasn't anywhere near the carboy when it happened. Uh, he had put his word in it, and he put it in the night before and didn't pitch because he had some questions, he couldn't get a hold of me, and uh, it was just, it was kind of late already. So he sealed it up, you know, was hoping that it was all nice and sanitary, and he let it be. So the next night, he does get a hold of me, and, and we go through the pitching process, and he pitches. And he pitched just a, a dry packet of yeast, right? So it wasn't even a starter. Uh, so he, pit, he pitched it in there. It had been there for maybe an hour. It was just sitting on his counter. He had the airlock attached, so just in case there was anything going on uh, via air release, it could get through the airlock. He's sitting in his living room, and the thing just shatters. It just, it just broke out of, out of nowhere. It, there was no heat involved. The wort wasn't too hot. It had been sitting there overnight. It didn't. It certainly didn't start did he, fermenting. Did he transfer it hot the night before? No, no. He put it. He did the. He did the cold bath in in a wort chiller. No, he did the cold bath. He right, did the so. cold bath. Okay. Um, what was the vacuum that was created? I don't know. I'm thinking that there was just a, there was a chip in it in shipping or something, some right. little fracture. Three thousand. And it just ha- you know it was just a matter of time, and that's where it happened. And the thing. So he's got like a small kitchen, like a condo kitchen. I've not seen it, but it's a condo. I, I don't think it's huge. You've seen mine, so. Full of beer. Just beer, uh, wort rather, uh, everywhere. Oh, that's wort all in his oven now too? Exactly, because it was up on the counter, so it went down over the counters, everything else. Oh man, what a, 
What a tough first brew experience. But he's a trooper because he still was excited about it. He went right out and got another carbo. He couldn't wait for us to ship him another one. He wanted to get going on it. And uh, you know what? He's already doing mini mash. Whoa. The brew he did today was a mini mash. And he's like, yeah, I just went and I got a book and and, and, and did my thing and, and read it and uh, made myself a recipe, and that's what I'm brewing today. So he brewed himself an IPA. Maybe we can get him on the phone a little later after we do these uh, contests here. Uh, it's 888-401-BEER. We're taking caller number 9, which uh, the phone's been ringing off the hook. I think we might have our caller already. And that's going to be our first registrant. The other thing we're going to do is chat trivia, like we always do, so we can register a chat room user. If you're not in the chat room yet, just hit the chat now button and uh, and go ahead in there, and, and you can win that way. And then the last thing we're going to do, I think we'll probably – I'm going to try to do Drunk of the Week again. I haven't been getting too many good drunks, but uh, we'll see what we can do. Daniela? Buggy is in the chat room, your brother, and he, uh, because of your theory, John, that it could have been a vacuum, he says he was trying to look for one. He doesn't think so. Okay. The vacuum explanation is not yeah. good for him. So yeah. he has no idea why it happened. Just a weird fracture. So he jumped to mini-mash right away. Yeah, he didn't even finish his first batch and went up to mini-mash. So he got the brains, I guess, right? <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, right. But I got the... Um, the radio show. I got the radio show. <laughs> Thank you, JP. I need a little help there. Uh, Dan from Missouri, you're on the phone. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing real good. How are you, buddy? Oh, man, great. Enjoying the show. Good, good. Uh, how, how are things in Missouri right now? Oh, it's great. could be better. You know, it's supposed to be winter right now, but it's about 60 degrees. Is that right? We're loving it, you know. That's not bad at all. And what are you drinking today? Well, I had a buddy who made a, uh, a homemade rye. Ah. And uh, it's kind of a kind of a mix of a uh, bunch of different ingredients. He uh, he put it together, and I'll tell you, it's been about about a month okay. now. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, it was a pleasant surprise tonight. All right, one. Okay, very good. And uh, you're a bottling brewer. Uh, we're doing both. We we bottle a little, and then we also do the uh, corny kegs. You do the corny kegs. Yeah. All right. So you already have a kegging system. Well, he, my buddy does. Your buddy I don't does. have one yet. That's uh, why I called in. All right. Good enough. That's fair enough. You are caller number nine, my friend. That's awesome, man. It is great. All right. Cool. So here's the deal. You're registered uh, to win. You didn't exactly win the thing yet. I don't know if you've been listening for the month. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm aware of that. Okay. Uh, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm probably going to send a mass email out to all of you registered winners and sure. let you decide if you want me to give it away next week during Super Bowl Sunday or the okay. week or the week after. And I'll uh, take yeah. I'll, I'll take a majority vote uh, vote out of all you guys. But uh, there's also three prizes. Okay, the ma- the grand prize is going to be that kegging system. And uh, then we got some gift certificates and shirts to give away, probably to the top three or four. I don't know. How ma- however many we can fit in there, we'll be giving stuff away, too. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Uh, what you got to do is send your information both to John P. at thebrewingnetwork.com and Daniela at thebrewingnetwork.com. Okay. So. John P. and Daniela? And Daniela. And John's address is right there on the website on the contact yeah. page, so you'll be able to find that. Great. All right. Hey, I'm happy to register you, my friend. Good luck. Hey, well, that's, that's that's awesome. I appreciate it. You got a great show. I appreciate that. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Now, all right, buddy. Bye. There you go, Dan from Missouri. He is number ten on the registration list. I think right there. You guys all sound like you're hitting the bong, but it's the uh, it's the breathalyzer you're doing, huh? Yeah. And how many we're, of you are you guys responsible? 
Are you all under the limit? Uh, yes. I am, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a beer here. But. Yeah, I've been, I've been empty for a while, too. We don't have a lot of beer flowing this week. No. That's, hence the slow show, maybe. <laughs> There's not a lot of, not a lot of beer flowing. All right, uh, do we have our chat trivia question ready? Okay, Daniela, go, and do we have a solid one answer? There's only one answer we're sure of? Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and enter that into the chat room, Daniela. She is now entering the question there, so if you're in the chat room, this is your chance to register. Again, if you already have a kegging system, please don't bother. First person to answer correctly is the person who will register to win a full kegging system, courtesy of Northern Brewer. What do we got lined up for sponsors in the Friday show? Anything yet, JP? Any specific prizes you can think of where, that we got ready? Not yet. I'm waiting back. You got I'm some calls in just yeah. waiting for some people? Yeah. Maybe a new car? That'd be nice. That'd be nice. <laughs> Giving away a Mercedes. And a new car. <laughs> yeah. Hot Wheels. Every Friday during a lunch meet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I had turned you down, Doc, because of the, cause I, of the I, was trying, I, was, I was looking for that <laughs> trivia question. Vegan game. I appreciate that. Uh, so we're going to do that. And while we're waiting on the chat room, I'll go ahead and take calls for Drunk of the Week uh, if you want to register yourself to win the full kegging system. 888-401-BEER. We'll take a couple of calls and then end up voting on the drunk. Last week, because we only got one you know, call that was a, a drunkard that didn't have a kegging system, wasn't even that drunk, we gave it to him anyway. So it's your chance if you want to call up and... Even if you just sound a little like Doc. You just have well, to be uh, the drunkest one to call. Yeah, that's um, all you got to be. Nah, it's too bad JP's here. Otherwise, he could call from another phone. And that's do true. His, uh, I could still do that. Do, do you, you could just go in the other room? Just, and Yeah, grab my cell phone. <laughs> hey, it's going? Just going with the flow of the night. It doesn't even have to be beer. Yeah. I had George's beer chilling, if you guys want to do chilling. another tasting. Yes. It's in the kegerator out there, if someone wants to grab that. Scott. It's in the It's in the plastic bottles in the kegerator. No, I'm beer bitch. Anybody who wants to grab them. <laughs> and he knows and, his uh, place. And he knows that. Uh, phone's ringing there now, so maybe we're getting our drunk of the week. Uh, plus, the chat room question's already out. We're waiting on those kind of things. Maybe and I we're going to get out of here. Maybe I should be judging for the drunk of the week. For the drunk of the week, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Doc, you should always be the official judge. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> While we're waiting, why don't we yeah, play Apocalypse Doc real quick, just so we can have a good laugh, huh? <laughs> I am Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, your senior drill instructor. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. And the first and last words out of your filthy sewers will be served. Do you maggots understand that? <laughs> Bring him in. Who the fuck said that? Bring him in. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Do you think I'm cute? Do you think I'm funny? Uh, no, Mom, again? Okay, good. Don't make me come over this time. Well, any fucking time, sweetheart. Is anybody going to be out in the desert with me? Here, Private, you understand? Let me get my flamethrower out. Ah! What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? Because because alcohol is that time continuing thing. It just like squishes it down. What is that? What the fuck is that? Are your services done? You need to make me a shine burger. Ah! I love it. It's a good clip. Hello. Chaos from Montana. You're on the air. That's Montana. You must be drunker than me. <laughs> Montana. I like calling it Montana. Yeah. It's I just finished brewing a red ale. You did? Yeah. And you drank the whole time? 
Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. What else would you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there an option? Uh, and how did you brew? All grain or extract? Uh, no, well, extract with some specialty grains and stuff. Oh, okay. Very I'm nice. I'm actually setting up my brewery now. Very cool. How long you been brewing? Uh, well... Probably hours. 20 years, but I just got back into it last year. No kidding. And you're still bottling? Uh, right now, yeah. Still bottling. All right. Well, so I left all my uh, my equipment, ended up back in California when I moved up here. So I'm just now getting everything set back up. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That sounds good. And what were you drinking all day when you were brewing that red ale? Well, I drank some Fat Tire, some San Adams, uh, Boston Lager. Okay. And... Uh, I was drinking some sissy Belgium shit. I forget what the hell that was. <laughs> See, that's why I call you it. You said to clear out the refrigerator. <laughs> oh yeah, I had like five different kinds. I just went through them all. You know what? I got to do that too. I got a bunch of stuff in my fridge. I'm thinking, hey, just start, just start. Go, go for a night where you just go through it all. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Doc? He's there. Yeah, yeah. How, how many hours have you been drinking? Oh shit! Must be ten now. <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten hours. Oh, I'm tired too. This one was a long. One. That's a workout. So you're gonna pass out as soon as this thing's over. No way! I'm drinking more. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, Tana. Hey, you know what? Just for that statement alone, I, I give it to you. You're the drunk of the week, my friend. All right, buddy. <laughs> Chaos. You are now registered to win a full kegging system. So, uh, uh, like I said to the last guy, I'll be sending out a mass email. Let you guys vote on when you want me to give it away. All right. Cool. Is that cool? Uh, That's you great. Just check the main page. you got to contact John with your information. And if you can CC Daniela while you do it, that'd be cool, too. That'd be great. All right. Hey, you have a good night, man. Cheers. Thanks, buddy. Cheers to Bye. you. That's cool. Another one right there. 20 years bottling that poor man. Although I guess he left his equipment back home. He was saying he needs, a, needs to restock it. I wonder no, where he left No use it. going back to bottling. No, no way. I don't know. You know what? I... I'm going to venture to say I might stop brewing before I went back to bottling. <laughs> Which is a long, it's a stretch, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, did we get a chat room uh, answer out of there yet, Daniela? Yeah, it's, it's over already. It's over? Yeah. Been there, done that. All Goog- right. Google the hell out of there. You want to uh, announce the winner? Uh, I forgot his name, but we have done everything already. <laughs> <laughs> it was so quick, it's unbelievable. Well, you I guys want- have no idea how quick it goes. You are sitting here in your cozy little chairs, <laughs> drinking all your beer, oh, yeah, chatting it up. Oh, yeah, you on a milk crate, right? And I'm sitting here with like 60 people in there without a damn sip of beer, and I'm really upset. And it really pissed me off that John would fucking pour fucking water in my glass. <laughs> Fuck that. He poured you water? She's sitting there pointing for a beer and he gives him her wa- <laughs> what water. What the hell? <laughs> That's jacked. Let me tell you, in Germany you do that, John. You're in for it, man. They'll chop your head off. They point at their glass, you give them water. Uh, Try she, that with, she almost did. With a German. <laughs> for, for, me, for me personally, I think water's really good to drink. <laughs> good thing John wasn't in the room for that. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I can't believe you got water. <laughs> <laughs> She's pouting. Daniela's pissed at you, Johnny. You give her water. <laughs> the bottom drawer of the fridge has got some beer in it. And I told everybody in the chat room. Too. You told everyone. Everybody knows, and they told me to call him a biatch. <laughs> <laughs> biatch. What do, you, what do you have to call him? Biatch. You <laughs> do that well. <laughs> it's great because biatch already has its own accent, and then, and then Daniela's accent on top of it. That's pretty good. You should, you. you should go gangsta. It's a German. I should totally go gangsta. I'm really pissed That's now. It's a German Compton <laughs> accent right <Yeah>. there. <laughs> MedTech, you're on the air. Hey, how's it going? It's going real good. How are you, buddy? 
Um, great. I just wanted to call and say that last guy wasn't drunk enough to win, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I already have a kegging system, so I won't take it from him, but we're also mad at Daniela because she said she was getting drunk with us. Oh, sure I'm trying. Like I'm, Matt, like I'm trying here, but John leaves me hanging. Oh. <laughs> Should I try harder? Everything's John's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we, we do need more beer flowing. There is a lot of empty glasses around. Uh, you know what the problem is? We stopped bringing kegs into the studio during the show. You know. Yeah. I think everyone's in a kegs. everyone's in a lull in their brew process. So we, none of us have. I don't have anything on tap. Doc's probably working on stuff. Gonna go to the store and buy uh, some. Hell, I'm so we, drunk. I drank the last one right out of the bottle. Oh man, we grew a conscious. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Hell yeah! How many? Freak it out. <laughs> 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 oh man! Freaking I'll, I'll tell you what. If you didn't already have a kegging system, I might register you for the hell of it. Yeah, well, I already got one. But thanks anyway. <laughs> How many have you had today, buddy? I lost count after I don't know <laughs> a lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good place to lose count. After, <laughs> yeah. I had a lot, and then I had some more. That's cool. Thanks for the call, MedTech. No problem. Thanks a lot. All right. We'll see you, buddy. All right. We got George's beer. George, if you're out there, go ahead and call us, uh, 888-401-BEER. I already took a sip of it. I'm going to say a couple of things. The first thing I'm going to say is that he shipped it to us in plastic bottles to be safe, so I was worried about that. My first drink was really good. It is. It's. uh, I think really good. I really like it. It's very pineapple-y from the hops. Yeah. What's the what was the what does the the cap say on that? Is it's it a, APA? Yeah, yeah, it's APA. Okay, so Amarillo. this because he sent a couple. He sent us the, his his Amarillo APA, and then I think he sent us a regular uh, pale ale too, uh, which isn't a- Amarillo. Either that or it's another APA that's. Uh, no, there's a there's a A pills. Uh, the pill that's what it is. Amarillo pills and an American. I and like then, this beer, George. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, Daniela, you want some of this one? It's kind of. Thank hoppy. you, Doctor Scott. Oh, let me. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it did lose a little bit of carbonation, uh, which is to be expected because you can't completely seal that bottle. Uh, it's the twist on it's It's a soda bottle, uh, if you guys have never used one. Great for shipping. Not the best thing for storing your beer because it lets the light in and also because of, of, of letting out some of the CO2 there. But uh, this one held up real well. It just lost a little bit of uh, a carbonation there. Hey, George, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing, guys? I'm doing real good. How are you, buddy? Not bad. Well... So better. We fi- you've been better, is that what you said? Yeah, I've been listening to the show and I dumped some yeast on one plant plant in the dump. Oh no. <laughs> That's all right. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, it'll it'll remultiply, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know what I, you know what scared me once? I, I did the uh, I did the yeast starter and it overflowed a lot. Yeah. And then I was like, well, crap, did I just lose all my yeast because it overflowed? I had to call John and like, hey, what do I do? Do I got to do another starter? I ended up just pitching it anyway. Yeah. That's all you do, right? You're not going to lose everything. But you are going to lose a bunch, right? Because it's, it's yeast that's on top. Yeah. It's what That's what's what's the, foaming up, right? That's that's the good, healthy guys. Yeah. Damn it. Well, no, I was racking out of a... Uh, I've been cleaning kegs and racking beer all night long during the show, and I had a keg uh, that I was planning to use again and dumped it. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, we, we finally got around to tasting your beer, George. I've had it in the fridge, so uh, it's been safe since I got it. Uh, we just took a while to get to it. And uh, I am already pleasantly surprised because, I, like I said, I was worried about the plastic bottles. Nice job. Yeah. Hey, thanks. 
George was worried about his APA because it was already kind of old, and he just was worried that it might, uh, you know, not be any good. He told me actually to take it out of the lineup if it wasn't any good. Yeah. And I'm glad we didn't take it out because it, it remained real nice. Mm. Daniela now has oh. a beer. Yeah, she has one of your beers. Right, thank you, Doctor well, Scott. Just in John's defense, when you were asking for beer, there wasn't anything good to give you until we busted this out. I say there wasn't. There was nothing. You could have another fat tire, and I saw your face when you drank that one. <laughs> <laughs> I say we finish this guy and open Touché. up his other one. What yep. do you think? So you guys must yeah. be drinking the big bottles, right? The big 24-ounce bottles? Yep. Yeah. The little, bottle, the little bottle of APA is not good. Oh, okay. Yeah, we still got the little bottle. And then what's the other little bottle? Right. We got uh, brown, something brown. There's a brown. Okay. Yeah. And that, there's a little Amarillo Pilsner that, yeah. that's yeah. like an experiment. And are you saying that both of those little bottles are bad? No, no. Just the, just the, the APA. The little Mm. Uh, APA is definitely bad. Gotcha. I don't even see that one. Okay. Hey, George, what was your hop schedule on this Amarillo PA or whatever? What are we drinking? A- Amarillo IPA? Yeah. Uh, APA. Pale Ale. APA. APA. What was your hop schedule it's, on that? It's uh, pretty much mostly bittering, 20-minute and uh, zero-minute. So it's all, no all Amarillo all the way through? Yeah. It's real simple. It's like my, my basic house yeah. pale ale. Oh, okay. That's your main thing. Yeah, it's nice. It's refreshing. Yeah. Good not too over the top with the hops. You know what? I, I think why I like it too is it's the it's the kind of pale ale I'm going for with my Amarillo pale ale. And the problem I had with my last one, which I think we've solved already, it's I got too much of that extract flavor in it. Yeah. So I'm gonna add the extract late next time. Yep. Um but this doesn't have that. It, it doesn't have the extract flavor. It, instead, it's got beer. Well, flavor. better not. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're all grain then, I assume. Right. Yeah. It's uh, it's roar. I think. Well, uh, is my phone connection as bad as it sounds to me? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, you sound really drunk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's making <laughs> you sound hammered. <laughs> no, I'm not hammered. Yeah. Are you on the landline? No. Ah, uh, that's the problem. You got to use a landline, otherwise it's always bad. Was, we we well, can hear you. It's okay. We'll just wrap it up. Uh, what's your grain bill on this guy? It's, um, oh, I'm guessing about nine pounds of pail, um, half a pound of care pills, half a pound of caramunic, and four ounces of aromatic. Okay. Same thing every time, and then I usually change the hop gotcha. every time I brew it. I like it, man. I'm glad I saved it for the show, right? I finished it all before we ever. Yeah, if we, if we would have cracked one of these, we would have never seen it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So give that, uh, I'll get off the phone and give you guys a break on the phone line, but give that Amarillo Pilsner a try too. That's interesting, and I mean, I want to see if you guys what you think of it because it's very weird. It's sort of not obviously to any style. Just okay. Oh. German pills, and I substituted uh, Amarillo for. Tower, so we like weird. That's why we have JP. I want to brew it again. Okay, Doc's mm. opening it right now, so I'll let you go. But uh, tune in, and we'll let you know what we think. Great. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, thank you, George. Right. Smells like cuz. Like what? Like cousin. Oh, it does. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it is bad. That's a good smell. They should make a deodorant called cousin. You know. I'm working on a hop incense. You are. Yeah. Are you really? No. Or are you just pulling my leg? No, I really am. So that, why not just burn weed? <laughs> that's what it would smell like in your house, right? That's, well, that's true. Give you some hop incense. I guess I'll pour it in there. We're just trying. We're pouring uh, the other pills. Uh, it, that's it for our, our registered uh, listeners, right? So we're going to wrap it up here. Let's just take a quick drink of this guy and get the heck off the air. This is uh, George's pills, but with Amarillo. 
Lots of Amarillo. Mm. I like that, too. It's real skunky. That's cuz. Yeah, that's cuz. It's like drinking uh, Drink, bud extract. Drinking bud. <laughs> the real bud. Yeah. I, th- I wonder if he put cuz in this instead of... Uh... <laughs> Just as a big F you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Drink, I really hate you guys. Drink that, brewcasters. <laughs> <laughs> think you ramble now. Try this one. <laughs> All right, I think we're going to get out of here. Except that the phone's ringing off the hook. <laughs> Danielle is working hard over there. Thanks to uh, Gary Glass. we got to take one more call? Yeah. Okay, one more call. Here we go. Caller, you on the air. Hey, it's Beer Pal. Hey, man. Where the up, hell have you, have you been, been Beer Pal? Hey, Matt. i got better things to do with my life than sit around listening to you losers Bullshit. all night. Bullshit. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> we, we know you, and you don't. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How's the I just I just wanted to call in and um and give uh, JP props um that that spot you you and he did for the uh, lunch meat show. Yeah, I got to say it's probably the funniest thing I've ever heard you guys do. <laughs> Is that right? I was on the floor laughing with that one. Which one, are you talking about? The rap or the the, 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 or the three pebbles rap or yeah. whatever the hell that was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. That well, was hilarious. You, so I'm definitely going to be. Uh, well, I won't be able to tune into the show, but I'm assuming you'll archive it. Oh yeah, we'll be archiving it for yeah, sure. So if if, it, if you guys are half as funny as that thing was, it's going to be a great show. <laughs> yeah, that sounded like it was. You know, JP and Justin, the live sessions, <laughs> <laughs> the peel That's, sessions, man. Pretty much was. What a, what a great concept. I got to say, and and not to drag you guys off topic, but the show is evolving amazingly. It's just it's it's so good. And there's so much content. I'm just blown away. Hey, I appreciate that. It is changing uh, quite a bit. John's sitting over there looking like he hates it right now, but it's changing quite a bit. <laughs> I'm just thoughtful. <laughs> John's thoughtful. Uh, well, Matt, I'm glad we could have the chance to blow you like that. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I find is happening, and, and I'm okay with this? We seem to alternate weeks, right? Yeah. Where one week we do a really solid information show, like Chris White last week, and really just getting some quality stuff out there. And then the next week, uh, while it's not completely devoid of information, has some pretty good entertainment value. You know what I mean? When I listen back to him, if I can chuckle, then I, I'm all right with it. And uh, we seem to be alternating weeks like that right now. Yep. You know? Uh, next, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna tell you all right now. Next week is gonna be tough because uh, it's it's Super Bowl week, and we're already gonna have I think you know half the participation from our listeners. Uh, we don't have a guest, so we're gonna we're gonna plan a show for you based on uh, just some good information that we can come up for you. And we got a lot of good brewers in here, um, but it's gonna be rough because the listener participation has really moved the show along into this new level that it's going. Well, the, the chat room definitely drives the show. Yeah. When the chat room's dead, we're not getting any questions or things, some hate mail or whatever it happens to be coming out of there. Uh, it just drags. You want to hear some hate mail, Dr. Scott? Yes, <laughs> I please. give you hate mail. <laughs> that, that wasn't an invitation. Did you get the information about this one guy who has a new toy for you? The carbonator? Yeah, the carbonator. I, Sounds I ha- fancy, huh? I have two. <laughs> you got two. I have two, and I like them. That's awesome. Sounds fancy, huh? Hey, <laughs> Doc, you got to post your kegerator yeah, thing by next weekend. Okay. Yeah. It's once a month. It's the beginning of the month, and that's because we're either giving it away next weekend or the week after. So Doc's new gadget corner uh, of the month is going to be how to build a kegerator. Yep. So you got a week deadline. Tips and hints and how to... How to you know, not make mistakes on it. And there's a lot of different designs to do. This one's going to be a straight one uh, with a regular refrigerator, kind of you can pick up at a garage sale for 25 30 bucks, and you know, put a tap out the front. 
and there's some, there's some things I learned when I made mine. So and you know as you're tearing it apart, wishing oh I did wish I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, well, some hints and things. I mean, I'm sure that there's ten thousand ways to do it, but this will get you on the road. Cool. So check out Doc's Gadget Corner. We're gonna get to that. Hey, beer pal. Yo. I've gone an entire show without taking a pee. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm dying right here. I'm standing here just dying. i got to pee so much. Hey, I haven't, I haven't gone either. <laughs> you didn't go either? No. Hey, I've gone twice. Every, every time I've gone over there, someone's in there. Yeah. So yeah. I just thought, we don't have time. Let's just go on back and forget about it's it. It's a good thing it's a half an hour shorter than normal. There you go. Hey, I'm glad to, to have you back, though, Beer Pal. Really, I was worried about you. Well, I'm gl- I appreciate your concern. I, I'm glad to be back, too. And, uh... Um, I'll see you guys uh, tomorrow night at the uh, meeting. Yes, good. It'll be yes. A, it'll be a good meeting tomorrow night too. The Doe's right beer. Club um, it's we're going to start at six thirty for a social hour, and I want to start the meeting right on at seven. So and twenty fours on at nine. So <laughs> yeah. Thanks, beer pal. Okay. All right, guys. See you, Matt. Late. Early. We're going to get out of here. Uh, the Jamil Show is on tomorrow morning at ten a.m. and it's the ordinary bitter. Yeah. John, you ready for that? I got my questions already. Not a boy. And then, of course, uh, the Friday show, Lunch Meat. That's right, baby. With uh, JP and myself, that airs this Friday. We're at warming it up noon. for you. Since uh, Beer Pal you know, called in and, and recognized our promos, I'm going to go ahead and play them after our two outro songs here. Cool. Uh, I'll, put our, I'll put them back-to-back. I want to know what people think. Our two promos in there. <laughs> I'm sure it will be in the forum. I think they're yeah. freaking hilarious. <laughs> we got to do it's that. It's going to be a good show, man. <laughs> we got to take another call. <laughs> I got a piece so bad, guys. <laughs> Caller, you're on the air. Hey, Justin. Hey, who are we talking to? It's Travis or Lufa. Hey, Travis, hey. what's going on, buddy? Hey, not much, man. Hey, I just want to know, Doc, you coming to Florida or what? No, actually, I'm not. Um, my, my, actually, there's a couple Same of reasons, and it, it, it's not just because uh, I don't like Florida. <laughs> That's in there too, ah. but. Um, my wife uh, booked our va- family vacation, and it, and it cuts right in the middle of that. Uh, so I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I gotta be somewhere else. You yeah. took a week and came up with a good excuse, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he married. Knew. He's good at that. He knew he was gonna be getting this. You can't take your family vacation at say Disney World. I've been there. Oh. That's why I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm bribing my wife with four days ahead of that in Key West. Oh, that's a good bribe. Well, see, I, I could be. I could go to Key West. See, yeah, could, see that's that. the bribe. It's a trade-off, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever you want to call it, man. <laughs> as long as it gets you to the NHC, that's good work. Yeah. All right. I was just calling to give Doc hell. I'll let you guys gather. That's cool. Hey, Thanks, Lou. Thanks for the hell, man. <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. <laughs> Later. Hey, this uh, George's beer is good, man. Yeah, George. I don't think we ever talked about it. Good work. Oh, that's the uh, pills? Uh, yeah. We did talk about it. We said it tastes like weed. <laughs> oh, but besides that. <laughs> but besides that, it's, it's good. It's tasty. I like the idea of putting in Amarillo instead of Hallertown. Well, you just you just love Amarillo. I do. Mm-hmm. But I think that it, it's such a change in the style. Like, if he, brew, if he did everything else to style on the beer, right. but then put in something like that, and it's not... Uh, it is pretty far off from Hallertau, but it's you know it's it's the same type of a pungent strong hop like Hallertau is. I guess you could give it a California Pills, yeah, yeah, that type thing. Well, that uh, that malt bills it really is a, a nice base for the hop. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. really lets it come through. Thank you both to Stino for sending in your beer there, and uh, George also. Good work, guys. And it did it did well in the plastic bottles actually. Yeah. So, which is. Uh, which is weird. I gotta turn off the Don't mic. He's, he's standing up. He's got a piece of it. He's not even sitting down. He's still anymore. drinking too. <laughs> he's still hey, drinking. What the heck, guys? Something's gotta keep me going around, you know. <laughs> you know what it is? I bet you the chat room is. I can see it now. It's got this plot going on. They're like, "Hey, screw it. We're gonna keep 
fucking talk. Hey, Justin, got to go to the bathroom? Hey, you know what? I'll pee right here. If it's good on the air, I'll pee right here. You want to know what the threat is? What's the threat? Have Justin pee his pants. <laughs> if you bring me a bucket, I'll do it right here in the studio. Hey, use one of these plastic bottles. Caller, you're on the air. On the air. JP, you're an ass. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're on the air. What's up, buddy? Hey, put your put your head in some warm water. <laughs> I know. That's why JP's over there pouring water from one glass to another. So Mikey, can... gotta go to the bathroom. How you feel? Uh, I feel like I gotta pee. Who are we talking to? Kid Hop. Oh, hey, Kid Hop. What's happening? Nothing. I'll be in town a couple weeks from now. Is that oh, right? Yeah? I'll be in San Jose, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find you and, and I'm gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a Justin puppet. <laughs> you know what? You show up with a Justin puppet, I'll let you in. Alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it that was it his it sounds more threatening than yeah, like no, it's really creepy. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna find you and I'm I'm gonna be there. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You got the it address? Friday, and you know what? I'm, I'm registered, and I think you should just do it next weekend. Fuck it. You're registered no? what? Oh, to give it away. <laughs> oh, you're registered for the... <laughs> like, you're registered what? It's like, because there's a lot of things you could be registered yeah. for. Well, I got it. Give you a hint. It's a three-day waiting period. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I find hilarious? That you're standing up already because you got a piece so That's what I said. I He's like, I it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna Did keep doing the peepee dance. Does he have like one leg hopping around? <laughs> I'm not, no, he's going from one leg to the yeah. other. He's just like, <laughs> That's what I was gonna say, Doc. I'm not doing the dance. I'm just I'm kind of switching back and forth. I'll tell you, if this microphone could stretch, I'd just take it right out the door here. And I was gonna say the door <laughs> have a remote. <laughs> but well, why don't you why don't you guys plan ahead and have pissers in the studio? I mean, come on. I know we we uh, hello. <laughs> we we just need auto buddies. <laughs> Yeah, I need that thing that just, like, attaches, right? Yeah. Like, I need a colostomy bag. Yes. That's we we can be astronauts for an hour. <laughs> That'd be a good show. <laughs> Weigh your urine. <laughs> Who can pee the most in three hours? Really? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if I can pee the most, but if I roll my ass in there, I'm going to win for the biggest gut. I know that. <laughs> we will be measuring. Uh, where are you from, Kid Hop? Detroit. Detroit. Super hockey town, city. baby. The hockey Motor town. City. All right. So you're not going to be busy watching the Super Bowl next weekend, or what? Well, I am, but I'm not too busy to listen to you guys and win my cake system. Hey, that a boy. Hey, good luck to you. I hope you get it, man. Thanks, man. All right, thanks for the call. All right, bye. We'll see you. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> the Jamil Show tomorrow. We'll be back next week. Uh, there is no guest. Uh, it might be a shorter show. Uh, we'll keep you up to date. What about the? Uh, are you gonna announce who is qualified or who is gonna win the king system Next. on Wednesday? You're gonna announce if you're gonna do it on Sunday or not? Right. I'm yes, exactly. I will announce during the week whether or not we're gonna announce the winner this Sunday. Winner. Okay. okay. And I'm gonna leave it up to the registered users. I think Danielle is in on this thing. I'm gonna leave it up to the to the registered uh, not users, registered people. The the twelve that we have now that are registered to win the kegging system. I'm gonna let them decide because it's their kegging system. And if they would rather be watching the uh, Super Bowl, then that's fine by me. We'll we'll still do a show, but we'll postpone the giving away. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Oh God, this is so good. <laughs> what is going on here? Are are you on speakerphone? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I don't know if it gets any better. 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> Get him a clothespin, man. I was hung up on that bastard. <laughs> that was great. Uh, the first P ever to take place on air at the Brewing Network, and uh, that's worth the wait. That's worth the expansion of my uh, kidneys right there, or my bladder, or whatever the hell's holding this stuff in. No, but seriously, I meant that. I meant the question seriously, yeah. so that everybody understands how we do that now with the giveaway. All right, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I announce it uh, by Wednesday, whether or not we're giving it away this weekend. Jamil's show is tomorrow. <laughs> well, I have a question. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, yeah, I'm going to put you through. <laughs> Caller, you're on the air. Yo, what's up? How are you? Um, better than you, right? <laughs> no, well, maybe. No, 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 you're better than Justin here. Who, who are we talking to? I want to talk to Dr. Scott. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Dr. Scott, what up, dude? Hey. Going to Burning Man? Uh, yes, I am. We're already you got, planning. You got your 185 ticket, or did you pay big bucks? Um, no, the 185s got burned out real quick. I believe they got an hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you need a 185 ticket? No, I got a 200. Oh, you suck! Oh, no. I waited three hours to get my 185 ticket. Uh, well, we tried. My brother and I tried and tried and couldn't do it. Are you going to be in the desert with me? <laughs> God, God, my God, drink a beer? Uh, <laughs> no? Right, I'm, I'm getting out of here. i got to pee, man. Hey, don't go pee because you know what? you got to save that for later. you got to break the seal. <laughs> don't, if you break it, you're fucked. <laughs> I know. But i got nothing else to do tonight, so I don't care if I spend the rest of the night in there peeing. <laughs> well, see, here's the great thing is that I'm off tomorrow so that I can call and pester the Jamil show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that's what I want. And see, I want that's, you- a, that's, that's what you get for having a government job. You can do these things. <laughs> Every other Monday. Yeah. Guess well, what? Every other Monday is... Jamil show. Oh, you gotta love it. I do love that. I'm happy. To, I'm happy to pay you to listen to Jamil show. Actually, yeah. Well, but I didn't want to talk to you. I want to talk to Dr. Spot. Dang. Because, you know, he goes we know to who's important. Man. You don't because you're a fucking loser. Oh. <laughs> Just admit it, loser. Get that L. What? The big L on his forehead. Yeah. yeah. Good night. You know, if 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 Dr. Scott ever got you into his chair. And he tilted you back hit with the NOS or NO2. This sounds like a sex offender story. Well, he could tattoo L on your forehead, and you'd be giggling and laughing and going, Oh, yeah. I went to the dentist, and it was good. Definitely a sex offender story. Thank you for the call, my friend. All hey, right. have a good one. All right, see ya. You too, yep. <laughs> I'm out of here. Touch the felt, kids. It's a good show. Uh, don't forget to tune in for Jamil tomorrow and lunch meet on Friday. Thanks, everybody. Touch the felt. Bring in 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 Touch the felt. Touch the bell. 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 Touch the bell.